Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. It's cold outside. Legitimately. Like, not even like, you can't even complain like, oh, you're being a baby. It's freezing cold outside. Closest, uh... Have to bring out a scraper for the front windshield. Yeah, if you're parked outside, you might have to scrape a little bit. It's uh, yeah, it's chilly out there, so grab a coat, enjoy your day because uh, we don't get a lot of these. People talking about how it might have snowed, just whatever, maybe a little something, but. And those who got 12 inches of All snow. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> I was going to say, what's he talking I say, about? I watched one of those movies. He's going crazy. <laughs> watched a couple of those movies before my. If you got 12 inches. Enjoy the snow, Brady says. I don't know what that means, but congratulations. That's a good for base. Balda. That's a nice, <laughs> to the base. A nice, strong weather-related story. Well done. And the football season comes to a close. Who who are your teams playing in the playoffs? <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Steelers are in. Like my boys are in, and uh, I don't know. Jags. Yeah, doesn't matter. Jags, Steelers, Brady, Steelers. They had to win on Saturday, and the Jags did their job, uh, you know, crap in the bed. And, uh, again, I don't know if people have paid attention to this, but the uh, disrespect of the terrible towel, the jinx of the terrible towel lives on. You go back uh, to any time another team on the Steelers field has done something. T.J. Hushmanzada, legendary after the Bengals win for taking a terrible towel and shining his shoes. They go back to Pittsburgh for a playoff game. Carson Palmer's knee explodes, and uh, they're gone. The Houston, Te- uh, uh, not Houston, the uh, Tennessee Titans, I believe it was 08. They were a gangbusters team. Chris Johnson was on the team. They go uh, into Pittsburgh and blast a very good Steelers team. At the end, what are they doing? Stomping on the terrible towel, trying to tear it, doing dumb stuff like that. Bounced out of the playoffs in the first round. Goodbye. Uh, and then, of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars after they beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh this year. Uh, making a mockery of the towel on the side, lost five of their next six games. Bye. You don't you don't toy with it. There's don't mess with the coke. There's something magical about the towel. Nobody who does it walks away and talks about it with a Lombardi Trophy in their hands. Just they don't. You just don't do it. Uh, and now they're out, which was great. But yeah, it was weird. What a collapse. And then your Bears had a chance to bounce the Packers. They did nothing. Unbelievable. Well, no, it's believable, actually. Well, that is. It's what the Bears do. Yeah. The Seahawks come to town and squeak one past the Cardinals. 
that was a interesting game because now you just got to figure out what the Cardinals are going to do. Where do the Cardinals go next? Kyler? Huh? A lot of fans will scream, stop, no. Is he the issue? Is it the, That team needs a lot of help. So the Cardinals are in the mix of, like, what the heck's going on. I do uh, like their new coach, though. I think I think he's great. I, yeah. New coach, new GM, I think those. But again, I'll be the first to say it again because people don't seem to ever go down this road in this city. There is one common denominator with losing and the word Cardinals, and it's Bidwell. Yeah. The, the one constant in this franchise, you can change coaches and general managers. You didn't tell me they haven't had one good coach and one good GM over the years. You, you can't tell me that this team couldn't have uh, turned it around for the 100 years they've been around. And there's been one common thread to the entire thing. Now, can they get out of their way? Don't know. Because when they made the transition from old man Bidwell to Michael Bidwell, it was like, oh, I'm going to keep my hands off of this thing. And look what happened. They started to play well. They go to a Super Bowl accidentally. That was uh, still a, not a great Super Bowl team, but they they almost won the damn thing. And then uh, after that, slowly but surely, after that, became the Cardinals again. So uh, the one the one thing you can say is that uh, the Cardinals will always be the Cardinals because they always have one thing attached to them, one albatross, and it's the ownership. I don't know. We'll see, because I do like Gannon. I think Gannon's yeah. great. And I think Monty Austinfort has his eye on the prize, and that guy understands how it works, but we'll see. Well, they let him build it. Well, that's going to be interesting. Like, what do they do? I don't know. It's kind of where the Bears are at. They need a lot of help everywhere. and A lot of talk about going you got the number four Harrison pick. Jr. Yeah, you'll get Marvin Harrison in the draft. You have to get. Well, the draft is going to be somebody good. So, I mean, no matter what they get, it's going to be somebody good. And it's going to be hard to blow the first five picks. So you're going to get somebody worth something. Are the Cardinals on Caleb's I don't want to play for list? Probably. Caleb's got a not you list, and I wouldn't blame him for that. Because why would he? He's already got a few million bucks in the bank from uh, playing at USC. Yeah, it's going to be weird. In the olden days, and I will say this, prior to the Michael Bidwell regime, uh, old man Bill would have gone after Belichick. No matter how good the team was. That would have been a thing he did. I mean, the Emmett Smith years were a complete... Like, what are you doing? Like, nobody who knew football wanted Emmett Smith to be a Cardinal. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is dumb. And all Emmett wanted to do was just pad stats and get, it, uh, you know, a bunch Builders, more yards. Yep. The Cowboys didn't want Emmett Smith anymore? Get out of here with that, especially back then when running backs mattered. The person that picked him up was doing the Cowboys a favor. It was bad. So, yeah, it was just uh, that would have happened. So now I think, you know, they've got something in place. We'll see. Uh, your Bengals beat the crap out of a Browns team that didn't play it. That, that was it. They're done. Who? Bounced. Bengals bangled. And they're in an interesting predicament that no one wants to talk about. That Joe Burrow misses a lot of football. And what, four years now? He's played two full two, seasons. Two out of four. Yeah, he's, it's, uh, yeah, 50%. There's an awful lot of maybe we should go get ourselves a young high draft pick quarterback and start thinking about you know having somebody uh, really good behind him the crowd in cincinnati especially appreciates browning's girlfriend in the suite is she hot i haven't seen her she's in a white jumpsuit Mm. um yesterday they kept showing her in the suite because you know joe gave his family the suite for every game his suite yeah well i was on the i was really happy last night because i thought miami was going to beat buffalo and the only thing I'd have cared about this year is if my Steelers could have had anything to do with bouncing the Chiefs and Taylor Swift out of the NFL. That would have been that would have been a beautiful thing. Not going to happen. But now we can't. 
Got to go to Buffalo and play in that disastrous cesspool. We'll see, though. But the playoffs are set. They're ready to go. Uh, if you're a sports fan, you had a good day or a good weekend. There was a lot on. And then, of course, uh, last night the Suns were stuffing uh, 10 pounds of suck in a five-pound bag. And uh, Again, you got, and let me also be this person. Oh, man. Well, he does have a hot Dick girl. Dick Browning's girlfriend. Nice. But you know that. Look at that outfit. She had a full-on bodysuit with yeah. Jake and Six written on it. Or a Bengals thing and yeah, the his B. number. Oh, man. Wow. Every hot girl should, should be start. required <laughs> to wear that. Start. Every quarterback should have a wife that fits in that or can't Ugh. be on uh, the roster of wives. I don't even know if her face is hot, but the rest Doesn't of matter. them are great. <laughs> man, oh, man, that's good stuff. Well done. Anyway. Yeah, the Suns, I, I'm, I'm going to, I've said it, I, Frank Vogel's got to go. It's time. I know it's been half a season and everything else, but, I mean, you keep losing to terrible teams without their star. You had Memphis here without John Morant, and you lose the fourth quarter 35-18. to 18. You keep losing fourth quarters. It's a trend. It's the team. It's that dude is just, he just isn't working. There's a certain time where you're it's called a knee jerk reaction where you overthink it and you pull the plug on a coach too soon or you look and you just go, This is not working. It is not where you have too much talent and too much money and not enough time. Kevin Durant's fifty four years old. Uh you know, Booker's running into his ninth and tenth years. Beal is no you know, he's he's fragile. Take advantage of This is it. KD's forty games. Well, no, KD's, KD's playing his ass off. Eventually, you may lose him. Yeah, but right now, you're have... like, look, he's been healthy. He's got a couple little. Tor- I think he's missed like five or six games. He's not been bad. You, you're gonna you'd arrested him the same amount of games he's missed just because his hamstrings tight. You you don't have time. You don't have time to sit and go. Well, let's just hope Frank Vogel's system event. It doesn't. You don't have time. It's this year or nothing. This and next year. That's it. You think they'd have been better off keeping Monty at this point? Or no, Monty's in Detroit yeah, he's breaking in goal, records. I know, yeah. Three wins. No, but I mean, this isn't working. Yeah. You you don't even need a great coach. You've got three incredible players. This team runs itself on the floor. The only thing a coach can do is get in the way or not do his job when one of those three guys is out and he's doing both. Frank Vogel's done. This The window is too tight to try to sit and be patient. There's no patience with this. This is a, okay, I can see it. It's not working. You keep losing the same way over and over and over again, and I'm not seeing that change. You're out. And kill him now. You'll regret it in the playoffs when you're, you know, the eight seed barely in it and you're losing games in the fourth quarter that you should win. Brutal. Ah, sports. Why do we involve ourselves? <laughs> Yesterday, while I'm watching football, and I thought we were supposed to be all inclusive. I thought the whole new world was everybody gets to do everything with everyone else, right? I thought yeah. that was the whole point. Of us, like, being accepting and caring about each other and, like, I don't care what you do at home. I don't care what color you are. I don't care who you're banging. I don't care what you're banging. I just think if you're, if you're good enough, we, we do that. And then I see right there on TV uh, an advertisement for uh, gay flag football. There's a, I didn't even know it. It's a league. Missed it. It's a full league. There's, look it up. Gay flag football. I, I know. Have to. All right. So uh, this is what I thought of. I think of Brett because my brain, it's my brain, flag right? My brain goes go. where Brett's goes, but I actually go, oh, that was terrible. He laughs and I go, oh my god, brain, what are you doing? <laughs> 
flag football? <laughs> it's the NGFFL. That's right. The <laughs> NGFFL gay flag football. Now, flag football is like having a black javelin throwing team. You know what the terrible people are going to call it. <laughs> 250 teams in 26 leagues. Yeah. The Mexican cleaners having a naming contest saying, okay, we're blank cleaners for Mexicans. Okay, we know what that's going to turn into. An Asian math team called the Think Tank. You know what bad people are going to turn this into? The men's room. A professional women's basketball league called Country Basketball. You know what we're going to call it. I Don't go to have gay flag football. It's a low-hanging fruit orchard. Good there, Lord. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, but isn't this like... Yeah, we're all going to... It's going to turn into something terrible. Especially the South. Once the South of America finds out about gay flag football, you can count on... You see that big old football game? Yes, I, it's flag football, by the way. That's what I said. That's what I told you. <laughs> And I'm, everyone can catch a pass. Everyone's a wide receiver. My my dry my dry cleaner is uh, his name's Jose. He's my cleaner. Yes, we know the jokes. We get it. You can't do that. And they've got like seventy teams. Every everybody but Phoenix has a team. So once KDKB finds out about this, they're going to start talking. Oh yeah, Phoenix he's going to be a quarterback. A, Phoenix and, will have uh, a team. Know. And what are the quality? How do you know? What do you have to do? Like, what's the combine? He runs a. A four five forty and like can blow like eight guys in a minute. What? Who cares that you're gay in flag football? When you pull the flags, do the pants come off? I mean, what's the no pants? Why in the world is there gay flag football when they're all saying let's just include each other? That, that's not a flag. That's not a flag. And just keep pulling and pulling. Just keep go. going. Keep, keep going. going. He's not down yet. He's not down yet. <laughs> he paints it yellow. Come on. <laughs> on top of the point that there's easy jokes to make. Isn't that exclusivity? Isn't that the opposite of the entire thing? Isn't that what we're supposed yeah. to be avoiding? You can play in the league that's currently... Right. Why not just have a flag football league and gays can play in it? We don't have an all-straight league. They'd lose their minds. We have an all-gay league. If I'm straight and I want to play because it's the only flag football in town, do I have to blow guys to play? I mean, what makes it gay football? What makes gay flag football different than flag football? The snacks afterwards, Yeah, maybe. I guess. Better snacks, the outfits, the costume changes. I don't know. The dancing? <laughs> the anal sex? I mean, what's the difference? I just don't get why it's a thing. And I'm watching it, and the NFL is like, proudly support the gay flag. I'm like, why? Well, the gay bowl's in Seattle this year, apparently. Oh, but shouldn't it just be... The gay bull? Yeah. Like, am I? Not pole. I said not pole. bull or pole. <laughs> the gay bull. So you can buy your uh, commemorative coffee cups. Is that, does that say it's, it's the 23rd. 23rd one? Yeah. Hmm. I just don't get it. There could be some Jordans at that one. I just don't get it. I thought we were supposed to stop that stuff to make it so we're all one uh, and be united and not care about each other. But then you just shout out, hey, nobody allowed in this thing unless you're gay. And I don't know how you try out for that team. I don't know. I don't know how you. Hey, hey! I, thanks for letting me know. But gay football in town is like, oh, am I not invited? Bigot! I'm like, wait a second. Why am I the bad guy for saying I don't want to go to gay football? I'd rather just go to football. Football. 
And why not excel in the general uh, flag football? Maybe they're better. They're a great player. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Is there, and there is no flag football league. I mean, it is kind of gay to just play flag football anyway. I mean, just, you know, put some pads on. Even me before there was. Be a goddamn man about it. I'm just saying. Now, Kirby's but, doing her last. Uh, she's a woman. Yeah. She's the only one on the team. The only one what? Only woman. Oh. I thought she was just standing by herself. No, she's, <laughs> she's the only one on the team. What is that? That's co-ed. not a team. I see what you're saying. Oh, she's playing in a, a boys' league? Yeah. No, but she's like the one girl left. Yeah, they yeah, allowed. Uh, and flag football is, let's be honest, what it is for people who are 15, 16 years old. It's your parents are <laughs> pussies. Yeah, you, you won't let the boys play real football, and uh, mm. that's yeah, that's true. That's a fact. Well, I would that's say that's for single moms to raise their I'll little boys this, and not watch. get hurt. Aiden, Caden, and Aiden. There's yeah. there's one or two really good athletes. They're just not. They're not good enough. Good enough to right. be regular football. And you know why? Because they've been single momed from ever being athletes. They probably want to play, and all it would have taken was a dad on hand. And I'm not blaming the moms. Where's dad? Dad on hand to go. All right, let's hone some of these skills. So they might have had something. Uh, but the end of but mom was like, I don't want you in those pads and getting hit and oh my gosh. Yeah. So who's coaching flag football? Guy who doesn't want to coach helmeted football. It's usually probably a parent, maybe a girl. And uh, that's for flag football's for, it is kind of gay in the first place. <laughs> it's for the kids who don't, or they're not allowed to wear the uniform. It's, if my mom. It's if, fun to see the, uh, all the, uh, OBJs and, uh, just mimicking everything. Oh, sure. It's, cause they can't, the, there's no risk. Without my dad, my mom would have never let me out on a field. Ever. I was little. She would have been scared to death the whole time. My dad's like, but they're wearing pads. I mean, how hard could you? You should be fine. <laughs> and then she was right, because when I was 15 and had one workout, I broke my arm. And it turned out mom was right. <laughs> but I learned, okay, I'm not big enough. That was me. I'm like, I'm not big enough to play right now. I didn't uh, develop quick enough in high school. And these guys had shot past me. So it was a smart thing. On it was my decision, but it was a smart thing to say. Nah, you're not. You're going to get killed out here. I wasn't fast enough. I wasn't. Big, I was just wasn't good enough. I was, be, I was just before all the head trauma. Yeah, you were smashing were, faces yeah. into walls. I was a. I could just throw the ball a mile. That was it. That was my. I could chuck a ball forever. But I was not big enough to. I would have gotten killed out there. Four foot one defensive end, just swatting right. balls down. But you know yeah. what? I, you know what I knew not to do. Uh, uh, play flag football and let people know about it. That is so gay. That is uh, it's just insanely. That's brunch gay. That's gay. Then Dan would have really been questioning oh, you. He would have if I'd have said, "Dad, I'm sorry." He would have said, "Why aren't you playing real football?" <laughs> Knowing that I, even with a cast on, I'm going to sign up for flag football. What are you scared of the other boys? Jesus. I only had one daughter. Let me tell you something. When you get tackled, does your uh, does it move? Do you get aroused? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> well, that's the only reason to play flag football. Those guys tugging away at things, hanging off your waist. <laughs> Weirdo. But yeah, so I saw that yesterday and just shook my head. And I'm like, am I, am I a better person than everyone else in the world? And I had to really contemplate that for a couple hours. I think the answer is yes. Because I was the only one saying, this isn't what we're shooting for. This is uh, this is getting rid of people from something instead of including everyone, which is what everybody who screams what we have we have to include everyone. Nobody should it shouldn't be based on who you have sex with. That's their whole argument is don't do things based on my sexuality. 
Let me do what. Let me do all of it. Gay football. But if you're looking to meet other people, that's what it really is. Because <laughs> when it turns out later on, is what it really is. It's just a giant dating service or orgy. And there's where the NFL wasn't paying. Oh, it's grinder basically. It's basically oh. live grinder. <laughs> Because then you can't make a mistake or harass anybody that doesn't want to. No, no, man, I'm straight as an arrow. I'm just a wide receiver. I would, um, again, I might go to one of the games just to hear the screaming and the cackling. I'll have to go to check out Las Vegas, maybe. Vegas has a good has a good squad. I don't know. It's the all-African-American who can jump the highest. Brought to you by Disney. It's the Tigger Games. Don't do this. You're ruining it. Don't do this. The flag football for gays. You're asking for it, and it's you're gonna. And I think it's bait. I think don't fall for it. It's a trap. But yeah, as long as Frank Vogel gets fired, I don't care what you do. Just get rid of that guy before. Uh, you should got till MLK Day. So one more week, and then we're done with him. I got, I'll give you a seven week. Days, of, you got seven days. On, that's it. That's it. Another week of Frank Vogel uh, messing up this glorious team. Uh, Dom wants to know if they changed uh, positions in this uh, flag football <laughs> uh-huh. because, uh, you know, there's no tight end in, right. in gay okay. flag football. This is what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah. gay flag football. You're asking for They're this kind of They're all wide receivers. <laughs> you think we don't sit here and pretend all this... Bigotry and nonsense is terrible, but deep down, just whisper it to each other. You see the game football league? Flag football for gays? You know what we call it? Yes. There's no tight end. Yes, we know the tight end jokes are coming. (laughs) There's a tight spiral. He's been playing the entire game. He needs a blow. Oh, oh, oh. that, That means rest and straight football. What are you talking about? That defensive end's been coming in his face all day. Okay, that's what Chris Collinsworth always says, but that's for straight football. The teams don't like him. He has too quick of a release. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. See? Low-hanging fruit jokes. I don't know. I just shook my head. Like I, get, I, I was... I felt like they were... It was, it was, it's a trap. It's a trap. But I do want to watch their tryouts. You're not gay. Prove it. Like, uh, you make everybody prove it, don't you? This is a this is trafficking. You're human trafficking. We're going to pull you from quarterback. You're just a little too risky on your yeah. throw. All right. All right. We're through it now. That's enough. Get back to firing Frank Vogel. Get rid of him. He can go coach a, a gay basketball team. Yeah, an all-gay league. We already had that. It was called the WNBA. And I don't know why. they don't. At least the WNBA doesn't scream it the whole time. We all know. You can't have that many bi-level haircuts and not be the gay league. But it is. And they don't sit and scream it. Although they're pretty friendly to the community. Yeah. I just, I, I don't get it. I thought it was, I thought gays would be on my side on this one. It's like, why are we isolating ourselves and stuff? You can have a gay commissioner and say, yeah, it's the only league in Sports that's but it's flag football, so we already know it's kind of gay. It's like nine foot rim basketball. It's like, mm. <laughs> okay. You can play on the real baskets with men, or you can play on the little. I you know I believe I can fly the six, under six six league. foot white guy basketball league. I used to love it until I started to play with real basketball players. I was playing on that nine foot thing quite a bit. 
and we were feeling pretty good about ourselves. And then we broke over to the tens to actually play real basketball, and we were we were out of practice. We were clanking a lot of shots off the front of that rim because we were playing, you know, t-ball basically. And we were grown up, and we had no business playing t-ball in the baby courts. Anyway, I don't get it. I just don't get it. But they have, like, a big championship, like, supposed to be huge. I didn't know about this. This is Gable 24s in Austin on October 31st through November 3rd this year. And it's I don't Austin's know, last name. Not even a sporting event. Phoenix has hosted the Gable three times, John. What is the Gable? That's the big championship where they do the open... Uh, we don't have a team? There's four, like, men's yeah. championships. For the flag A, football? B, C, and D league, and the women's have A, B, and C leagues as well. We don't even have a team. Yeah, we do. Uh-uh, not on the list we did it. Phoenix does. There's we one, do? It's listed on there, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I didn't see it, but <laughs> I didn't either. Look again. Uh, probably. I wasn't looking too look, hard. But. If you have gay football coming to town, you you scramble a team together mighty fast. In fact, if I, if I remember right, I think last year, or the year before, the, the championship oh, there we are. was here. Who is it? What's the team name? Oh, that's they a, didn't pay their bill. Look at that. Pay for their it's, it's website. here, but they didn't pay for their website. <laughs> you click on it. They didn't pay for their website. Must have been sponsored by BS West. They went out of business. That too, could so. be. Yeah. Same owners. <laughs> oh, it's the Phoenix Jackers. I got to give them credit for their name. They just they went right after it. Anyway. And I don't, you know, if you're going to advertise, that means they got some money. Like, yeah, it was yeah. a big NFL, like the 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 daytime Jags Titans game, and as we all know, God hates Jags, so you got to be careful with that in the gay football league. Now it's part of the Pro Bowl. That'll be what it. Well, the Pro Bowl is where it's at, and I've noticed that too. I brought that up at the beginning of the year. I'm like, you've seen an awful lot of commercials for flag football, haven't you? Like normalizing flag football. The NFL doesn't want to pay for any more of these medical bills after these guys retire. Eventually. Isn't flag football maybe more fun? It's televised. They're going to get some things in there. But they made it gay right away, so I'm not so sure. Well, if you watch TV, the future is definitely... George wants to know if Tucson has a team, the Tucson Twinks. All right. I'm Don't like, sleep. all right, here this we go. This is what I'm saying, Brett. <laughs> I didn't say it. You're going to get crushed by this. This is this is right in his wheelhouse. Because yesterday when I saw the commercial, I'm like, oh, Brett. Because I knew immediately <laughs> I there was a, yeah, I knew there was a problem. Because you heard me at your house laughing. Oh, oh, yeah. And I'm like, ah, god damn it, Brett. Because I think of Brett when I see that stuff. And I'm like, I know what I know real human beings, and I know what they do with stuff like this. Because I'm one of them. I just have class and decorum. And I think about it and then look at the guy who's going to say it and go, you can't say it. Just think it. And here they come. Wait till they start getting sacks. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be one of those. Stop it. He just ran out onto the field. It's not what we do. I just, it's, uh, he said, uh, there's the, the runny back, not running back. I don't, I don't even know what that means. That's gross. I don't don't think you give the ball to the running back. Austin, that's disgusting. And again. Listen to him cackling over there. This is for him. It's these people. It's no, not me. It's, it's not these. You don't it's say that these either. Guys. <laughs> these guys email. Oh, in. I thought you meant the gays. No, 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 these no, no. people in their league. You just don't say it. You don't offer it up to people like him. I'm an observer. I understand human behavior, and I'm like, oh, the Bretts of the world, and there's more of them than anyone else. 
I, if I didn't have stuff to lose, I'd be a Brett. And they are flying in, too. <laughs> I am a Brett. I just know better. Stop it. I don't even know that. I mean, slot receiver double reverse. No, I'm not watching that play. Do they have cheerleaders? People say, what do their cheerleaders look like? Pretty much the cheerleaders of the NFL now and the Suns. They got dudes dancing like crazy. Here's what I don't understand about the gay cheerleader. They've just assimilated to the girl cheers. They've added nothing. So when they all stand in a line, I've noticed this with the Suns thing, they do the thing where their leg goes in front of the other, like when you know, when you, and their hands on your hips, and then you try to look slimmer. But you know how girls do pictures? Whenever you see, take a picture of a girl, if she has any decency or pride, like, or she's a good one, she hasn't quit on anything, she does that sideways turn, and then the front leg goes in front of the back leg. and Kind of the head? I don't even know about the head. It's all about body. I don't, I don't pay attention to the head anyway. I didn't even know they had heads. They, they, they put a foot in front of the other, and they, they go a little sideways, and, and it's supposed to slim them. Yeah. One, one foot goes in front. It's like a modeling trick that all halfway decent girls do. So... Why do the boy cheerleaders do that? Why are they trying to look more narrow? They, they do exactly what the girls do. It would be different if they showed up and said, hey, we're here because we're guy cheerleaders and we want to make a difference and change things up. They came in and they just do what the girls do. They've done zero. They just do the exact same moves. They do the... Because they're a team, John. Everyone no, does the that's same. the point, though. A team, you take advantage of what this guy can do. They do the hair flips and the, the arched bags. And I'm like, you're doing girl cheers. At least in college, boy cheerleaders throw the girls around. Like, their purpose is, their masculinity is actually playing a part. You go to the Suns game, and again, a couple years ago, Eric Hardtimes Moreno was the best one on the floor. Sexiest, too. Like, the dude did the moves better. And Brett went with me once, and he was like, Jesus, you're right. The dude is awesome. He added something. And you go now, and it's just like, they do the, and they do the palm cheers, and it's weird. Go out there and chuck one of the Suns dancers around. Although I'll say this, in the modern day and age, pick and choose wisely on which Suns dancer you're going to throw because there's a couple of them out there. A couple as big as, a couple as, as big as me. So, anyway, the whole world's just gone. A lot of in- injuries. All right, Brad, I'm going to do it. Well, there's, somebody wanted to know if these team names He's were up there on the board. Stuff. Okay, really? <laughs> The prolapse pokers. You think they're going <laughs> to... Herbert Newton. You think that they're going to call a team... Herbert Newton. Herbert, New- Herbert Newton. You email in Herbert Newton with the nerve to make fun of something as horrible as your childhood had to be, being named Herbert Newton. Herbert Newton doesn't have any empathy for being teased. You spent 30 years being teased, Herbert. Why'd you use my name, bro? <laughs> It ain't funny, man. And you read the other names I wrote down. All right. Herbert Newton also suggests the ass blasters. It's not even like legitimately creative. Herbert. Ass pokers are pretty funny, though. Every first day of school. Of course, that's funny. The prolapse pokers he should have stuck with. The ass blasters won too many. Every first day of school from kindergarten to about ninth grade. Herbert Newton. Oh, the whole class laughs. Your real name's Herbert? Shut up, dicks. I vow to never make fun of anybody who's struggled again in life. It's too hard. Hey, Holmberg, you know the gay football league? All right, what is it, Herbert? Prolapse pokers? All right, you, come on. <laughs> you can't sit back and share in their pain? Ugh. 
finally a sport I can get behind, signed Tranny Rob. We haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, my God. It's just embarrassing. So that's the world we live in now. And I'm the, here's the problem with society. I'm the decent person. I'm the one that looks at it and says, you know, this is a step backwards. This is isolation. This is exclusion. This is not what you, what you, your very group screams all the time is we want inclusion in all things. And then they'll cry back, well, we want a right to have our own things too. All right. Then what if, what if we had straight football? What if we did that? And I don't like the argument when people are like, BET, and then there's... Yeah, I was going to say, don't go there. No, because it there, doesn't make yeah. sense, because for uh, since the beginning of TV, it has been white television. You just don't realize it because you're not black. You talk to a black person and go, what do you think I had in common with Seinfeld, friends? Like, it's true. Like, there is an outlet Leave it to Beaver. Leave it I to mean, Beaver. Way bewitched. Yeah. Like, there was never... Sanford and Son was such a remarkable show, because it's like, what is this? And everybody could relate to it. But again, every time they were on TV, they were broke. Good times, Sanford and Son. It was like, the you know. The Jeffersons. The Jeffersons yeah. showed up and but was. But all their friends. Yeah. Yeah. In a, a portion of Well, they hit it big and moved yeah. away. So, yeah. It, it, so, I understand BET. The whole, you know, that's not exclusion. That's just a, we're going to do something that looks a little more like us. That's and what, I did gay TV. Go ahead. Have at it. You got it. But. Gay flag football is the whole opposite of... Because there's certain things that gay people are entertained by that I'm not. Share, you know, cooking shows. I, there's stuff that I don't care about that gays love. So put that all on there now. That's fine. It's targeting. It's targeting an audience. I get that. That's money. Gay football excludes stuff. I would like to be in a league that's just all heterosexuals, uh, co-ed. It's called... Beer League softball. They have it on Thursday nights. You just go do that and you try to bang the hot girl that's in center field that like may or may not be on your team, you know? Can a straight guy break into gay football without doing stuff? Like, what if I really wanted to play in this league? Like for the team in you South Carolina? You know somebody's Carolina? going to. Well, I would love to. Like, yeah, I, it's like football's gonna fun. They'll, they'll, they'll tell them, we'll get you. Don't you worry. And on a weekend where BS West closes. Now where do they go after the game? The, well, that lodge over there. Is it called the Moose Lodge? Is that what it was? What was that one over there on 52nd Street? Oh, the, New, right Newtown oh. Saloon? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. right. My buddy Jose was at the house for the Steelers game Saturday. He goes, I'm surprised you didn't know about the Newtown Saloon. And I said, hey, them's fighting words. What do you mean? <laughs> and he goes, oh, that place has been legendary for years. And I'm like, oh. Because he used to watch football there. I'm like, no kidding. Because we didn't even know it was a gay bar until, like, later they started putting all the flags up and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah, because it, it said the oldest uh, gay yeah, bar in Phoenix like or something. 70 like years yeah. old. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's where you can go after your gay football league parties. And I think it would probably be a fun party, but just call it flag football. And we'll call it what it really is. <laughs> uh, it's 619. Prolapse oh, pokers. What's the matter with you? This guy wants to know, does Brady want a team from Uranus? <laughs> it's like, here we go. I'm surprised you didn't try that yet. <laughs> it's international, you know. It's uh, extraterrestrials have decided to get They'd win it every, every year. Go. Would they win it every year? All right, enough. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one for Fire Frank Vogel Day. I'm not going to stop. Nobody else in the media is going to have the guts to say it. 
No one. They're going to kiss his ass at all the sports stations because everybody thinks it's on the players. This dude's in the way. Something's not right. Your sources aren't telling you? Your sources tell me it's time for nothing to happen. Absolutely be patient. There's no time for patience with this team. The goddamn Suns spent a billion dollars to get this together. They have a year, maybe two, but at least just this year. To go try. And I don't want to hear from her. We should have kept Mikel Bridges. Nope, that wasn't a championship team either. This is if you get the right guy in charge of it. Boot him. Out. You just got blasted by a better coach last night. A 12-win team and a better coach came in and beat you. That's what happened. Uh, anyway, 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Thank you, Mike and the Molotovs. That is a theme song already for this year. Gangbusters. Brilliant stuff. Loving every ounce of it. And out of all that... uh, uh, gay flag football talk. The one thing that everybody resonated with in my emails is, God, I f- hate Frank Vogel. Yeah, he's out. Frank Vogel is it. You know what the better part is? It's just let him go. Let Frank Vogel go now. So we people who are like, I don't even get to know him enough to hate him. Like, you're going to make him the enemy of the city soon. Horrible. It's, the, uh, it's just horrible. And you know what's going to happen? They're going to keep him around. The Suns will kind of meander through and not be anything. And the Diamondbacks will come back and steal their thunder, and nobody's going to pay attention. You know you're only uh, five weeks away from spring training report. What, really? Yeah, well, the pitchers oh, yeah, and catchers February. report at middle of February. Oh, <laughs> so that World Series run might be something that people kind of like, eh. But football playoffs, that's, what, that's what's going to start counting now, which I like. Get this thing going uh, on the weekend. Got the Steelers happening on Sunday. Get rid of the, hopefully whoever. Definitely the best, uh, I mean, amazing weeks in, in football. Oh, it's awesome. The next two. It's the best. You got championship uh, college tonight. Uh, so you got Michigan and uh, Washington, Washington going at it. It's like an old-fashioned Rose Bowl. Michigan and Washington going to town. And that's what I love when college people always say, oh, it's the tradition of the game. And then you look and go, Michigan and Washington should be playing in a Rose Bowl, and this should have been a different thing. If you wanted traditions to continue, college has no tradition, which, again, faster than getting rid of Frank Vogel, unload those goddamn marching bands and quit saying it's tradition about that, too, because it's time we recognized what was and stopped calling it tradition. Sometimes some traditions suck and need to go away, and that's one of them. Oh, that marching band. Watching some of the, you know, they lost me completely as a viewer. Uh, when they're like uh, halftime of the uh, the two play-in games or whatever they were the last weekend, uh, you had Michigan playing the uh, semifinals. Yeah, whatever those are. Yeah, and they're like, let's do the million-dollar band from and tootling away with Sloopy and then an Imagine Dragon song. And I just looked at the TV and I'm like, oh, f- this off. Watch some Seinfeld reruns. Didn't care anymore. I'm like, I'll find out what the score of this garbage is later. They had the nerve, as I understand it. After that was over, to roll Michigan's band onto the field and torture the poor fans more. <laughs> Two marching bands? Yeah, the Crimson Tide. And- yeah, they had the Million Dollar Band. I'm like, never would this band ever, ever create a million dollars in revenue. Ever. 
I tour them around the country, you will come back with a deficit. No one likes marching bands. Only college people that want to hang on to a tradition that's bad think it's worthwhile. No one. Zero people like marching bands. I'll tell you exactly how I know. Book them for a room in this town. They wouldn't sell out the marquee. Unless their you families want the- went. That's the only thing that goes to marching band shows, families. They're, it's annoying. The only thing that's heavier marching band is Awful. the Rose Bowl Parade. Right. Well, they, they march them. But here's the thing about the Rose it's Bowl Parade. It's loaded with them. They are smattered in there. And they're annoying. But what goes on at that Rose Bowl Parade is truly magic. <laughs> I went through when I lived in, uh, I lived real close to Pasadena. I was in Glendale, but it was like this little curve of it. They kind of bumped. There's a thing called Eagle Rock in between that nobody talks about. It's the herpes of that little area. Like you have Pas- Glendale, California, Eagle Rock, ah, and then Pasadena. And Eagle Rock is noted by a rock that sticks out of the side of a mountain on uh, the one, th- what is it, the 134, the freeway. It's like an eagle head. So you're driving out of Pasadena. You look to your right. There's this giant arroyo, and in it is the Rose Bowl. It's one of the prettiest things you've ever seen that's this man-made monstrosity. It's the Colosseum. It's, it's Rome. It's, it's gorgeous. And you come out of awesome Pasadena, and you roll over this bridge, and you look to your right as you're heading west. Oh, what is that thing? Then it's just glorious. It's a golf course next to it. You don't realize how big the land is. It's stunning. TV does it no justice. And about a quarter of a mile after that, there's a... Big, dumb rock that sticks out of the freeway. It kind of looks like an eagle's beak. Welcome to Eagle Rock. And there's a, the ugliest Westfield Mall you've ever seen in your life. And then and then you're in Glendale. I lived right there to where we could ignore Eagle Rock and get to Pasadena. Gorgeous. Now I forgot why I was telling that story because I'm upset about Eagle Rock. Anyway, Pasadena's pretty. <laughs> about the marching bands originally. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Screw it. College football. Screw it. I don't know what I was talking about. Anyway, shut it down. Oh, oh, the Rose Bowl, the the actual Rose Bowl parade. So I was when I lived there, I got a chance to go over to this place where they kind of housed some of the floats with this. I where was, they show that they, they show it. During they build the, them all year. Yeah. It takes all it's year. Complex. They're, they're starting right now. Out. They're starting right now. So it had to be August. They show them cutting flowers. Yeah, they don't do the flowers till late. But in <laughs> August, I got to see this warehouse where they had started the structures for the main, like AT&T had a big float, I remember. Uh, and it was like Texaco, some oil company that was trying to win people over with natural stuff. They had this, I mean, these things are, their buildings. Massive. And then they're like, all right, and then everything on it has to be. From the planet, it can't be plastic. It All can't natural. Be Everything has to be a natural. This or ground up. So they're using like peas, and they're taking yeah. these lacquered peas and this 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 thing. There's there's ugly ass Eagle Rock. <laughs> Sorta, I guess. If I you want to see it, eh, yeah, yeah. Because I if told you, squint. you, if I told you, if I told you it was called Pelican Rock, you'd see it too. Looks it, like one of those sickly eagles on a Looney yeah, Tunes. Something right with them, and it looks like you know what it looks like uh, when a pigeon smashes into your window and leaves that imprint of bird. <laughs> kind of got that anyway. So yeah, that's what's special about the Rose Bowl Parade is the the fl- the floats actually make you forget about the marching bands, which is amazing that somebody can make that much of a cacophony of nonsense and still be the second most memorable annoyance of the deal 
Do you ever see the micro dirty jobs where they go in and they have to clean off those floats no. of all the, all the flowers? He says it's, <laughs> it's it awful. Just smells. So the, everything's rotten. It's all rotten. It's a week because it sits there forever, yep. and then they have to worry because it gets cold sometimes. They have dudes in there that are like uh, airbrush artists that will go and they have to use a fine, like natural something like you know cranberry paste to do painting. And to, to touch up the – it's amazing. Like, the event is amazing. Uh, that said, marching bands still almost ruined the Rose Bowl parade. They ruin everything. The million-dollar band. How dare you? It's what it costs to uh, – oh, yeah, All you do is yeah, let him travel with the you team. You cost a million dollars a year in uh, canceled ad revenue and uh, season ticket holders. I know for a fact when college traditions suck – like 100% and everybody knows it deep down, is when it doesn't advance on to the pros. If it's good in college, it shows up at the pros. Marching bands aren't on pros. People would lose their minds at a, at a real football game if you had a designated gigantic marching band out there. I hate it. You know, I, you know why halftime shows aren't marching bands? Because they f- suck. End it. But that'll be tootling away tonight, and they're going to... Those nerds will be out there acting like they're part of it. Or do they Super Bowl it up? I can't remember. On the BCS, do they have a artist performing at halftime? No, they'll break those bands out. Yeah. And besides that, during the game, I got to listen. Uh, I think Washington has a famous one, but Michigan does. Michigan's got a marching band. I know they all have marching bands, and they all play during the whole goddamn game. God forbid you gain a yard, they do a whole song. I don't know. Hate it. They wanted to sell tickets. They didn't want to fill up those seats with band people. (laughs) Well, there's something about that that we don't understand either. Uh, They always say that it was donated by the unit. Right. I don't understand. Some benefactor came in. I don't get how this works. Somebody's kicking in. Yeah, and, uh, you know, let them stand on their own. I'm a big believer in the uh, capitalism of marching bands. The. If they can't stand on their own, they can't be part of it. You get scholarships for that? Play privately. Put a show on. Footprint Center tonight, ASU Marching Band. <laughs> no one's going. Ghost Town. Ghost Town. Have you ever gone to that? Have you ever paid to see a marching no. band? No. No. That's why they parade Hell them. No. Free. I'll step out of Every this time you get it. Yeah, yeah, I know, because you've had a kid who's been part of it. And we've had to pay. You got to pay? Atrocious. Oh, yeah. They make the competition For yeah. what? Competitions. Oh. It's, no, it's and to keep it alive. Cheap, yeah. oh. And I do, I, I think, you know, some universities, mail. like, you know, at high State, I think people, uh, corporations will pay to have them out to events. That should be illegal. If it's scholarship, think they, they should, be, it should be illegal. It, now it is. Now it is. But it should have been for say. years. Brady's talking about when he was there. Oh, yeah. Paying scholarship to... Students, any sort of deal to have them come out to an event is not paying them, but paying for it is, should be illegal. That's why they have to march around for free. I I'd boycott those businesses. Oh, me too. If I ever found out, out who did that and that was their entertainment, oh, the worst. <laughs> the worst. Uh, but that'll be going on tonight. And it actually is a pretty good matchup for football fans. I can't handle this many happy Harbaugh's. So I'm a Washington fan tonight. As much as I like that Michigan is a team that I uh, jumped on because of Santonio Holmes being so Ohio State-driven that it made me hate Ohio State while he was a pro, 
Well, I forgot you became a big blue for a little while. I was while. a big blue for a little while just to, because uh, San Antonio Holmes shook hands with Michael Jenkins after Atlanta secured a victory over the Steelers, and he did it in-game. And you have that two years in a row. It was Holmes, and then it was somebody else from Ohio State did something stupid. No, and I, I love Cam Hayward, and I love it. Well, Ryan Shazier's one that probably stands out as a guy from Ohio State that didn't do much good. Ouch. <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> and I don't blame him for that, but if he'd have gone to a better college, he would have gotten out of the way. That's what I think. That's just me. But, uh, yeah, so I, I was a Michigan guy. I can't watch Happy Harbaugh's. There's two of them right now. I can't have it. So one of them's got to go. And if it's one that's got to go, I'd rather – if John wins to – You might have to put up with one more yeah. often in oh, the NFL the, next I don't year. care about that. I'm talking about right now. If Jim Harbaugh wins tonight, I'll be happier because that probably means John's not going to. You can't have two head coaches in the two biggest football leagues, college and pros, same family. Just can't be a thing. I think it's the one other way around. Huh? I think you're saying if uh, Harbaugh wins, he'll stay? No, no, no. I'm not talking about him going anywhere. I'm oh, saying okay. if he wins, the other Harbaugh can't win, too. Oh, yeah. It just takes – it's just fate will take that away. You can't too have too much happy. Harbaugh glory yeah. is what he's you saying. You can't right? have too much Harbaugh They took glory. each other out. Right. Already. Eventually – one of the two of them, and so if Jim loses tonight, I'm thinking, oh, great. Now John Harbaugh's probably going to win the Super Bowl. And to jump back, that was too much Harbaugh at the time. Way too much Harbaugh. You're right. And nobody likes the that. Harbaugh's. No one likes the Harbaugh's. Oh, no. you imagine two of them? you imagine the TV hand job that's going to be given to the Harbaugh's if, they, if, if the national happened. champion and the Super Bowl champion? Imagine if they win it, though. It's terrible. So tonight's interesting because I don't know what to root for. I don't want Happy Harbaugh's, so I'm kind of a Washington Happy Harbaugh's guy. decent band name? Happy Harbaugh's not a bad band name. Yeah, the unhappy Harbaugh's. <laughs> Let's go, go with that. Because I'm really happy when I see an unhappy Harbaugh. So tonight I like to watch an unhappy Harbaugh, but that leads to the chances of another really happy Harbaugh coming. So let's make the happy Harbaugh tonight. Go Michigan. And then, you know, there's no chance... You win the NCAA championship and the Super Bowl. Can't happen. Sports, we got them all over the place right now. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and then I get this email. Our friend Joe Coy hosted the Golden Globes last night. It says, John, you're going to be receiving texts. This was last night at 1030. Uh, from your friend Joe Coy. He's not going to avoid your calls anymore. Uh, his career's in question after tonight's performance. Everybody's coming down on Joe pretty good. Everybody is. They... Uh, Used to have the job for the Golden Globes. That was kind of the award show where it was uh, no holds barred. Like, Ricky Gervais really put it over the top. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler did a good job with it for a while. Where you kind of used to, the celebrities would get drunk. And it was sort of roast. A, it was more of a semi-roast. Yeah, you play around. They were kind of in a room together realizing this isn't the Oscars, but it's a pretty big deal. And... uh we can punch each other. Ricky took it to another level and finally made people like the show. Prior to that, it was just them being drunk. What celebrity's going to fall down? Remember when Elizabeth Taylor came out in the classic moment, the year Gladiator won Best Picture, and she came out a little strokey drunk, <laughs> and Dick Clark was backstage because it was Dick Clark's presentation. It was his thing. And she goes, for Best Picture! And they're supposed to do the nominees are. She just goes, Gladiator! Like, didn't even, like, run one of the... She just shouted gladiator at everyone. And then and Dick Clark whispered in her ear, and they had to go through the nominees again. Well, anyway. Anyway, well, that was anticlimactic. 
So now you get Joe Coy hosting, and Joe Coy used to—he's a friend of the show. He's our buddy, and I've been real proud of Joy for Joe for two reasons: a uh, astronomical jump from just a club comic to what he ended up doing, which is great, and I'm happy for him because he deserves it. He's a good dude, and he's funny. B, he did exactly what I told him. You're done with me. We're done here. It was like when a dog's like, get out of here. You're no good to me, boy. And I'm like, you're, you're, you're a big superstar. And we'd laugh. And I'd say, you're never going to come back on our show again. I will come back every time I'm in town, he'd say. I'm like, no, you won't. You shouldn't. You're better than that. You don't do local TV and you don't do local radio anymore. That's for people who aren't selling all their tickets. I said, you sell all your tickets months in advance. You don't need it. You show up. Your plane lands an hour before your show starts. That's the new Joe Coy. And he'd laugh. And then he called me at time and he goes, hey, my new special's out. I'd love for you to promote it for me on. And I'm like, see, that's okay. We'll do that. You're going to call us maybe once or twice more. Then we're done. I didn't realize it would be so personal that Joe would very rarely get back to me at all on text. And then, I, you know, we didn't text a lot in the first place. And so now the real fun's going to be that he's got to come back because <laughs> he's on the way down. Like, that's the fun part for me. What happened? happened? Did he bomb? I didn't. didn't I didn't watch it. Last you know night. that moment's a little large. He didn't, uh, or was he that, just over the top? It's a tough gig. It isn't. No, he, he, is your comedian? You, you go so? out. It just. It, it was okay. Yeah. I didn't. And the good news is nobody watches the Golden Globes. It's uh, people. Uh, America got, got absolutely fed up with the politics and the protests and the and the, every celebrity going up there accepting an award for a, sh- a movie no one saw and then talking to me about how i'm not a global warrior and i've done horrible things for the environment or we got to stop trump or what like i don't care like you weren't I, i'd never heard of your movie before why are you telling me i'm living my life wrong so we all got sick and tired of that the golden globes the and last night i'm looking i didn't watch any of it i saw the clips of joe people were sending stuff I didn't. I didn't know any of those movies. I knew Barbie. I knew about two or three. I watched a, a good portion. Oppenheimer. Of it. I knew that. Oppenheimer. Uh, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know the Bear. The Scorsese movie. Uh, yeah, Scorsese movie, which I didn't see because everybody told me it's too long. Flower Moon. It's really. Long. It's yeah. a great movie, but it is long. Way too long. Yeah. Uh, Salt Peter or whatever that's called. Never Salt heard of that. Burn. Yeah, that never heard of it. Salt Peter might have been better. Yeah, Salt Peter's a good movie. I've seen the Bear on Hulu. It makes me too anxious. It's if you ever worked in a restaurant, yeah. the last thing you want to do is relive that, and it feels horrible. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, nobody watches it because nobody has, like, you know, there is no Silence of the Lambs. There is no, we all saw Succession. it. Succession. Yeah. Good. But, again, you look at how Ted many Lasso. People, you look at how many people watched it. Not that big a thing. It was yeah. big, but not by, like, everybody can talk about it. You walk to this building and go, who's watching Succession? Six, seven hands go up. Um, yeah, so I mean, we don't have the commonalities we used to to make award shows good. Plus, more than anything else, we got tired of being preached to by, you know, that's it right there. Nobody we know, like people that are like kind of middling stars. I'm like, I don't, I barely know your name, Jeremy Allen White, but you're in the bear. So I guess you can tell me that environmentally I'm an idiot and you're the smartest guy in the world. So. I, but I didn't think, uh, you know, that was one thing. There wasn't as much. They're, they're, Preaching they've told them to knock it off. I yeah. guarantee you. Because they, they gotta, had to. Have, they got to get the public back. We don't watch anymore. And the I think Oscars, it's too late. They, I, we're so divided against Hollywood celebrating itself now. I don't think there's a lot of people that like watching those people. Talk even, about I mean, like last night's crowd was loaded. 
with the A-listers, really, yeah. of a Golden Globes in a long time. Golden Globes is always, the, that's the key, is that it's that's the all the stars. Yeah. That's their night for them. Before Hollywood press yeah. became oh. a little bit indignant it's about stuff. beast. I think people are just sick of them patting themselves on the back. Like looking right. for the attaboys and from us, pointing it's at like, us, yeah. going, "We're doing it right. Where yeah. are you?" Mean, meanwhile, their house is on fire. Right? You know, they've had nothing but scandals and night and big ones too. And uh, and we'll sit back and tell everybody how the world needs to be. And I'm like, man, sweep your floor. Quit telling us how our world works. So people got sick of it. Bradley Cooper had the same nose on in Did the intro in the crowd. I couldn't believe he kept it on. Did maybe maybe he grew it for the role. Now that's some acting right there. Six that's years. Serious method acting to just do nose steroids. But I uh, yeah I'm nobody watched. So everybody that's on Joe Coy's thing saying oh he bombed and whatever. I saw a couple of jokes. It was not great. I mean Ricky Gervais's uh, monologues for those Golden Globes. Were for us. It was. Oh, yeah. It was. Taking, so you could cringe at home. Well, it not even cringe. It was like kind of. I was fist in the air. I'm like, yeah, get him. Yeah. It was all over the self righteousness. Tell him right before yeah. he said it. Yeah, I don't care. Like it was the self righteousness of Hollywood sitting there celebrating itself, and he was like, "You guys realize how everybody actually views this? Nobody's looking at you, going, oh, this is great.' It, they they're mad about this, and." You know, when he said the thing about Harvey Firestein, or not Harvey Firestein, Harvey uh, Weinstein, and said, you know, you guys would, you you all worked for him. He was your friend. I didn't ever do it. And they, and you just heard, oh, hurts, doesn't it? It hurts, right? It hurts. I didn't work for him. You did. Not my fault. And it was great to well, watch. It was great as he, he won a Golden Globe. Right. He night. won one last night. He'd take one, but he wasn't there. He uh, he took a piss on the whole thing, and all of us sat back and said, this is what it's supposed to be. A little humility, which was missing. So the good news is, Joe Coy, nobody saw it. The better news is, Joe Coy will be at Stand Up Live here sometime this year, and we get to hang out with him, which is fun. I miss him. I haven't talked to him in a long time. You know, we, wa- we, we helped watch him go this, you know, upward trajectory, and then when he inevitably has to come back down, we're on that train. He got to do the Golden Globes. <laughs> He's got to pass us again. <laughs> it's awesome. And I told him that. And he'll remember it. We had that. We had a conversation when I was laughing. I'm like, we're done, you and me. It was when he played Footprint Center. I'm like, this is it. We'll never talk yep. again. I'm like, I am not worthy of your celebrity. You need to go on and be with real celebrities now. And not and don't act like you're doing me a favor. That's more insulting to me than because oh, I never forgot the little people. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be the guy that you're like. Well, I'll never forget you. I'm like, well, now hold on, forget me because you're basically saying you're small and I'm huge, but I still talk to you, and I don't need that crap in my life. You said that to Bert back in the day too. Pricer, he's done with us yeah. and should be. Absolutely, he'll be back. Yeah, well, he, he likes you. You pass the same people on the way down. <laughs> We are the tortoise. They are the hare. See you at the finish line. We're here. We're just hanging around in our little small pond. You've got to swim in this again. <laughs> no, I was, I'm, I'm proud. I'm happy for Joe, or Joe. That's a big deal. But people are bashing him, and that's part of the process, too. You step into that ocean, you can get kicked around. I didn't think it was as bad as people are saying. The one thing he did do was make fun of Taylor Swift once and the Swifties went nuts. I didn't even see the joke. I was watching yeah. basketball and football at the same time. I didn't care about the Golden Globes. 
and I'm and I'm the text like Koi's getting killed. I'm like why? He made a joke about Taylor Swift and and the Swifties like who it's this idiot. And it was all over Swifty news. That the joke was a basic joke. It's like big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL is we have a lot less shots of Taylor Swift. Yeah, and so we don't show Taylor Swift and as then much. They show uh-huh. a shot of Taylor Swift. And she's just sitting she's there, dead faced. A drink. You know why? Because Taylor Swift wasn't told she was going to be on. Because if you tell her there's a camera on her, <laughs> oh, gotcha. she starts celebrating. And I know that's true because every time they show her at a Chiefs game, she's the only one having fun in the booth. Everybody else on their phone or eating something, and she's losing her mind like. There was just a double reverse jet sweep touchdown nobody saw but her. I'm like, they told her she's on camera and she's putting on a show. You think she's got the FBI uh, earbuds in they and tell stuff her. like that? I guarantee you they tell her. <laughs> Taylor, you're on. Because she starts going, she starts jumping she up She could and have down. been in on it, too, for all we know. Nah, Gee, maybe. Part, but I, I didn't see anything different about her face. Just sitting there like, huh? Yeah. Joke about me. Didn't like it. No big deal. But, yeah, the Swifties attacked him. Because the Swifties are... are a gaggle of weirdos that protect that basic woman. Like, I don't get it. That it's the it's the uh, the ar- the average army, the army of average broads can't get enough of defending Taylor Swift. They're not the two a.m. girls at the bar. They're twelve thirty though. They're your second. To, they're the penultimate choice. Like, mm, before I go to that giant at the end, there, I'm going to try this one over here with the bangs. Hey, how you doing? What? Like, oh, uh, maybe I should just go straight to fat. <laughs> Let me get a couple more shots first. I'm already, I'm already bored looking at this one. Ugh. Twelve thirty, still the largest, not not weight wise, but the largest yeah. crowd. It's they're still there, the but population. They're, they're the boring ones. The fun ones are gone by eleven. Twelve o'clock. They've already gotten picked up. Yeah, they're yeah, they're having they're, a good time. Yeah. They want to do other stuff, and guys are like this one's a blast. Probably already in the sack by twelve thirty because they're real good at it. The the Taylor Swifts are the ones that demand meals. Yeah, twelve thirty. You got the fastback yeah. still sitting yeah. there yep. at the bar. There and, she's, you know. her one flaw yep. that she still doesn't recognize is the reason she's at the bar still. Yep. And then you look at her and you're like, my God, the reason you're still here is because you have no personality. You think you're hot enough to not have one. And then there's Chubbs over there raising up her milkshake, uh, <laughs> white Russian. You'll be back. We're the fat girl at the bar, and Joe Coy's got to come talk to us on his way back. That's basically what's going to happen. Hey, how's you been? It's been a while. Yeah, I knew you'd be back. But yeah, the Swifties went nuts. The army of average does not take well to her uh, being talked about or teased or whatever. And they had that whole thing about uh, Al Michaels. Who's that old man? What has he ever done? I'm like, oh, I don't know, 800 years of awesome broadcasting Hall of Fame stuff? Do you believe in miracles? Yeah, it's the, well, they don't know what anything is. Like, that's a generation that just doesn't care about anything before them. I love that song. Yeah. They, they don't know anything about anything that's happened prior to 2002. But Coy will be back. And this one, Damon said, I read this, I didn't see him. He said, I don't think it helped when he threw the writers under the bus when a joke didn't land. And I think he was just trying to crowd work. Like, I didn't write all yeah. these, you know. But I, the ones I wrote are the good right, ones. Yeah, the exactly. Ones laughing at. It was kind of his joke to basically, yeah. but I don't think that went over with a crowd that... Look, you got to remember that those celebrities in that audience are vapid and dumb. It's a tough room. They don't understand oh. things very well. They have, Or they're not even listening. Everything they say has to sort of be written for them. For them to sound smart. And if, you know, for most of them, not all of them, but a lot of them. You ever see Robert De Niro try to have a conversation with somebody without a script? 
Not happening. He's a disaster. I'll be the first to admit that, too. He is yeah. a disaster. He does Saturday Night Live and has to read a cue card or be like he didn't have everything memorized and worked out. That dude can barely string a sentence together. I don't, I tire over this. Look, we have a, uh, huh? Like, wow, just somebody <laughs> tell him what to say. It's terrifying. Yeah, so the Golden Globes were last night. Nobody's going to pay attention to that. Also, Brady and I went to, we were at a thing this week. Got to say thanks to uh, Trajan Wealth King Jeff Jr., who had a little uh, get together at his house, a little poker party, a little, I th- probably illegal. Pretty sure it was illegal. There's a lot of cash, a lot of exchanges of bets, illegal bets. Great time. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, also, uh, made me realize how poor I actually am. That backyard oh. is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. Amazing. It was an amazing. Like yeah. you just you walk out into the yard and you're like, I I won't take up much space. I'll just eat the fruit off the trees. Can I just stay in a corner? <laughs> <laughs> Did this take a hundred years yeah, to make? Right. I mean, like I, like even God would come down and go, Wow, I, I wouldn't have thought of that. That's a nice move. Like, it was. It is a stunning backyard. And what it does to people like me is make me go home and go, Look at my garbage. I live in a dump. And that's the problem with having people. As friends who have uh, a lot, a lot, a lot. And have done very well. And earned it, by the way. There's nothing about that that's a gimme. The dude's, you know Jeff Jr.'s story. The dude's earned it. Get he's veteran. It. He's like everything about him. And he's cool, too. He's a very nice guy. But, uh, yeah, that that's... Great host. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I had a problem. I can't go. I went to Hearst Castle once and came back mad at my house. And I'm like, what's wrong with my brain? <laughs> That, that that why am I comping Hearst these things? Castle. Yeah, I went to Hearst Castle. <laughs> if you've ever been to Hearst Castle in San Simeon, you're only allowed to go to one part. Like there's four different break break. And when I get to the center where they're like, which portion of the castle would you like to visit? I'm like, I want to see all of it. And they're like, No, sir, that's you have to buy one of the four packages. And I'm like, What a scam! What I realized was that this castle is so massive. That you only have one a day you can get through. Like, it t- took like six and a half hours to get through the one tour. Jeez. And you still got three others you could do. Would you like to do the pools? Would you like to do the main room? I want to see the Citizen Kane fireplace. We don't say that here. You're still upset about Citizen Kane? <laughs> you're not allowed to bring up Citizen Kane. So when you're in the fire pit room, everybody's hands up going, so this is the room that uh, Orson Welles did. Uh, rumor has it Orson Welles was um, definitely... Um, Inspired by this uh, beautiful establishment. So did uh, Hearst get ever upset about that? Okay, let's move on. Like, the, they're told not to talk about Citizen Kane. Orson Welles is brought up just a little bit. But I left Hearst Castle mad at my house. Like I have a chance in Hearst Castle or something. Your goal. It wasn't did a goal. You nothing. Because <laughs> I, I haven't got the second I got, in. Right. The second I got back in the bus to get to my car, from the castle to my car... I realized you're too lazy to ever earn this. You have to strike it rich. Like you'd have, I'd have to find buried treasure to ever earn anything like that. I don't have the gumption and ambition to earn that. That's earned. My next home's going to be built out of granite blocks. <laughs> there, there was one thing in the the tile in the mosaic in the side of this pool is worth over eight million dollars. Mike, one of those tiles is the same as my goddamn house. There's like twelve of them. And I got mad at it. I was getting mad all day. I'm like, well, I just, I don't have the ambition to have this. This isn't fair. Kicking but the, rocks. But I was mad at me. It's like, so I get back to my house and I, you see every paint chip. You see every 
the last contractor that, that put a tile in there and it's not exactly kosher, it's a little sideways, or he did a bad cut and you've always known it, the grout's missing in a couple spots in the kitchen. It just pissed me off. Nobody even lives at Hearst Castle. It's perfect. I want to go through Hearst Castle and find the one spot where the tile guy kind of was like, oops. And then he sticks a little corner piece in another corner and tries to grout over it. But eventually, over time, you just see that tiny little diamond that shouldn't be there. <laughs> it's garbage. The one, the you called one... some guy from, uh, he ran down to Home Depot, got the supplies, and right. repaired it. Right. Oh. Like you can see marble, and then there's like P-Y-I. a chunk of bullnose on top of the tile that's wood that's painted. And I'm like, I, can, I see the, you covered. Yeah. But I got mad at it, so I was at Jeff Jr.'s beautiful home on Saturday, and I got mad at my house. And I like my house. It's nice. But that backyard is something to behold. I mean, there are parks that would, like, go, hey, his yard's better. I <laughs> like, thought I walked into the backyard. Beautiful. Oh, is this the high that Ganey Ranch? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought I wandered onto somebody else's like Sir, uh, would you like a ride in the gondola? <laughs> right. Are we supposed to be here? Yeah, when I heard that guy I go la, la, ha, and I see that thing go by and the, like lovers in a I'm like, is that Venice? Did I step into Venice? It's beautiful. And it wasn't overdone either. It wasn't like one of those things where you're like, all right, this is so overdone. comfortable. It just felt yeah, it felt, felt livable. God damn it, Jeff Jr. You see his backyard, and all you want to do is hand him all your money for whatever you're doing. Do, do double it, double down on whatever it is. Give me half of that. Give me no. Here, here's what I have. Everything I've ever earned. You make this backyard happen for me. <laughs> and he, he might be able to. It's like this is what he does. But man, oh man, that yard was pretty, and it was just stunning. The whole thing, the whole place was nice. But man, is that yard just gorgeous? <laughs> gorgeous. I played my regular hand of poker because I can't sit next to strangers that long. I waited Two hands all in. Last? Three. Three I, hands. I, I go all in on the first thing I got going in my pocket. I had a pair of twos. <laughs> Wet deuce. Going in. You're all in Wet on a pair of twos. A ten two. I'm done here. Oh, that's right. Going in. I played one hand, threw in a couple, and I'm like, let's see how we got there. Bounced out, and every card that came up after was bad. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> Even though that's the only reason to be there, I don't have time for this. And so the next hand, I just shoved in on. And I liked hearing it, uh, that the dealer said, all right, everybody show them. No more play here. Flipped over the cards. She goes, pocket deuces. And I'm like, you goddamn right. It sounds like I got something there. <laughs> <laughs> pocket deuces isn't bad. I got a pair of something. And you got beat? Oh, crushed. I, <laughs> I think two aces came up on the board, and then some guy had another ace. The Walinda family won won the majority of the pot. Yeah, the whole, there was a family of poker players that were in the, there were like three of them at the final table all together. Like mother, Come on, Mom! Mother, son, wow. and husband. Son, I can't take you yeah. out on this one. It was No, fun. do it! Stunning. And all I cared about was that damn yard. And former radio legend, Scott Drake. Yeah, I forget. It's yeah. the pot. Yeah, Scott Drake, who's evidently plays poker for money now. He used to work over at the mountain. Oh, so he yeah. He's a nice guy. Very nice guy. And he's he was, still in town? Hey, come on. He's allowed to be here. <laughs> we didn't run him on a rail. But he did mornings over there. Come out, yeah. I thought it was Jeff Goldblum at first. Whole dude. District. <laughs> it's all man. I never thought he was Jeff Goldblum. It doesn't look anything <laughs> like him. Where all just, tall people. All tall people are Goldblum. With white hair. Yeah, no, nothing. Again, when glasses <laughs> that are totally different than, yeah, totally. 
thick. So close. Big man. Nothing about him is Jeff Goldblum. Hey, so if Goldblum. You're, if you're picturing Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> did you do don't. that? You did that, didn't you? You no. look like Jeff Goldblum. Well, you need, you've got cataracts then. Because <laughs> all I am is 6'6". Six, six. That's about it. But yeah, it was, it was a remarkable place. And it makes me upset that my brain does that. I wish I was less that. And the crazy part is, is I'm really happy for people that have nice things. Like, I'm not, I'm not envious. I get mad at me. I never get upset at that. Like, I'm always like, God, good for them. Because I realize it's possible. I realize that we all have that chance. I realize that we've all been given the same exact opportunity to do something like that. And I didn't. And it makes me go, ah, f- idiot. A little more ambition, a little more of this, a little more of that. And you, you can have anything. And, you, and I'm fine. It's not like I'm, you know, sucking bread out of street gutters. That's what I find interesting. You're, you're critiquing your own it, ambition, which is done the pretty problem. well. Here's the problem. It'll never be enough. Well, yeah, for anybody, That's, right? It'll sure. never be enough. They'll meet somebody that, oh, this guy had more ambition than me. Well, it is my uh, spread I, that I, I have. I don't know if it's more ambition or he just. It'll yeah. never be enough. I, I, look, I, I got upset at Hearst Castle. My, my bar is not at a normal human height. And it's not that I feel like I can accomplish it. I, I just know I can't. And, that and that's been years. Jealousy? That's been years. Not jealousy. It's not jealousy. Because jealousy would make it so I'm mad at them for having it. No, right. I'm happy for them. I think it's awesome that people achieve things. I love it. Envy? No. Nope. It, more upset Maybe a little yourself. envy. Maybe a little envy. How come I don't have not, that? I just get, or that I just drive? Get, maybe. I look at them like, well... Valerie. I mean, I understand. It's like, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. But I, you know, and I think, oh, is this what I got from my dad, too, that, that he didn't have a huge, you know, estate, the, the drive. You, but it's I, self-awareness. I'm looking to blame it on someone. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you blame oh, your wow. old man. There you go. Oh, man. Man. Okay. Boy, geez, there's a therapist on the on hold for you. Yeah. For about yeah, three seconds there. No. Ah, I like me. that because then I can blame someone I've never yeah. met. Yeah. You blamed your old man for you not having the gumption. To have, but see, that's my problem, is that I desire that. And I just know it's uh, going to take a lot more than I'm willing to put in. So I'm pretty happy where I am. <laughs> but man, oh man, I mean, it's just one of those deals where that's why everybody plays the lottery. I'm not different. I'm not. The lottery is a big deal because that's what everybody's like. Look, I know what it takes to make all that money, and that's why everybody who you know screams and yells on tv that billionaires do this and that we're really just kind of grouchy and we don't want to admit that we have the same opportunities we just never jumped it some people have an easier path than others obviously did you see that his company paid him 2.1 million right. in bonuses did you see what his well, company made that's his deal right. it's none of your business but i i just all i wanted to do is just get to be better friends with him and give uh, jeff all my money <laughs> if i give you all my money not just little bits. Like I'm serious now. I want. I'm gonna. I'm leveraging it all. Probably the worst advice ever. But I did. I like. You know. There's a reason why when the when the uh, mega millions hits a certain number, everybody stands in. in line. And it's because we realize it's the quickest path without having to really bust our ass or invent something or. Or come like up with a here, plan. you let Tom Wintermeyer take control of it and you just give tom money right even then there's even laziness in that's my lottery win. like all right wintermeyer all right i'm in for 10 there was a hassle involved in me apple paying wintermeyer 10 bucks right, right. like it was like oh it's such a pain in my ass and all i was looking to do was get somebody else to buy the lottery ticket for us i didn't want to do it i didn't even have that kind of ambition all right 
If we strike it rich, it's because Wintermeyer drove to the QT. I'm not doing it. And then I'm start, you know, and then I started doing that. I'm like, how many people are in it? Thirty. Oh. Uh-huh. Then we got to do the math on that. This doesn't seem worth it. Who's gonna tip? Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna? <laughs> which one? Which one of these assholes is gonna be the problem? <laughs> I got to win a uh, half a billion dollars with thirty people. Inevitably going to be a, an issue. And that's, you know, you think your work pool at the office is going to go well? No. It, you're, there's going to be lawsuit after lawsuit in that. Just buy tickets for yourself. I wanted to see what would happen if we won like $500 and we had like 20 of us in there. <laughs> We'd Here's just, your five. Half, half want to roll it over. <laughs> yeah. Here's your 750. And you get that one guy that goes, that's my 20. I want it back. I'm like, don't play lottery. I'm, I have a thing on my phone now. Called Jack Pocket. What? Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Jack Pocket is all the lotteries you're eligible for. Just a button click away. Shut up. Yeah, you never, do it on your phone? I don't have to stand in the line ever again. It's so awesome. I just, I guarantee you, Jack Pocket's about to have a big pop on the. You're doing it already. You go on, uh, it's an app on your phone. Jack Pocket. Jack Pocket. That, Brady, is the benefits of what I do on vacation, which is staying up all night watching crazy TV. Because the commercials on crazy TV in the middle of the night. That's for stuff we need. That's for us. Look at that. It's, Top search. It's an awesome thing. So Jack Pocket and like, you know. Mega Millions. Angel Powerball. View, Rear View Mirrors, things like that. The stuff you can actually use, that's late night TV advertising. I picked up some. Uh, some Not of the, Sauce Moto. No, that's for, that's just your house. That's midday. Yeah. <laughs> that's for, yeah. Those, Wait a minute. The uh, app pays you? Yeah. You wow. just, it's just like FanDuel, only it's uh, Jack Pocket. <laughs> I'll so do 50 bucks on a mega. Jackpot. Sounds like one of the flag football exactly. teams. <laughs> it kind of, Jackpot might be one of the gay football teams. I was on there the other day and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I bought a bunch of those uh, pick tickets. And I looked and I had 45 bucks. I don't know how I did it. I don't, one of the tickets paid me 45 bucks. I'm like, sweet. So it goes in a little account. You can do the same thing you can with FanDuel transfer it back to your bank if you feel like. Jackpot. I've been playing with it for three weeks. It's great. Because then I don't have to stand with the rabble in line uh, waiting for that lottery hit. You're double jacking over the break. Point is, I'm even lazy about winning money. <laughs> that's the problem. You hit your ceiling. It's all you. And that's what bugs me. Is that going over to that beautiful place. I'm like, this is gorgeous. And it truly is. It truly is a magnificently pretty art. And I loved every second of it. Um, and then I just got mad at my own house. Which I'm happy with. I really like it. But I'm like, ah. Oh, and all I thought was, can I excavate down and have that recessed thing like he's got? <laughs> Do I have enough room to have tiered backyard like that? No, dumbass. Don't. Stadium, I wonder if I could have. and watching your dogs tumble yeah. around in that. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and if I went to Her- Hearst Castle and I'd come back and br- I guarantee I'd come back with a tape measure. Let's see, that fireplace is oh. 445 square feet. I've got a room that I could probably make a giant fireplace out of. Stupid. But we all do it. And I'm not I'm not jealous. There's no jealousy at all. Because otherwise I'd be angry. Like, you didn't earn this. Or, like, I, no. Sounds like you're mad at yourself. I'm just, I'm not even mad. I'm just like, boo. <laughs> or, <laughs> I just kind of boo me. It's like the boo to John. You know, and I think back, I'm like that Mr. Cox at Dobson High was right. You could have been something. <laughs> but it's too late now. And then you'll get that one friend that's like, it's never too late. Yes, it is. Trust me. 
You think I'm putting in the effort now? I've waited 51 years to start trying. That's not the case. I'm Joe Coyan. I've already hit the. <laughs> I'm, I'm heading back down. All right, that's enough. I've seen out the observatory windows. Let's start. Let's go to the elevators. Holmberg. Oh, what a house. Do you not get jealous because out of your whole family, you're second as far as success goes? Second? Your ha! sister is number one because oh, as mother jugs, she helped prevent Mexican <laughs> pregnancy during her prime. She can communicate with ghosts and can read tarot cards. Right. Probably should apologize sooner. Yeah, but She's where's that guy? all your dad's taxidermy and his money to perform voodoo spells with them. <laughs> this guy pays too That's much attention. attention. Yeah. Wow. That's scary. He ain't wrong. But through all that knowledge of the uh, the netherworld or whatever the hell she's into, still doesn't make as much. So I guess that I got. Whoa. If I had supernatural powers with tarot cards and stuff, I'd use it to make money. I was wondering if something like this would come. Screw you, Holmberg. Yeah. First, you gloat about your goddamn Waymo adventures. Love my Now, Waymo's. you're gloating about how much money you're saving and spending. <laughs> Why don't you just suck Joe Biden's pot sticker <laughs> D, while you're at it, you cuck. Wait Get a second. off my airwaves. When did, that, <laughs> when did I brag about anything? All I said was I wanted to kill myself for not having enough. That's Frank yeah, Caliendo's text of the day. Yeah, yeah, I hear Caliendo. what they yeah. want to hear. Yeah, I know. I, uh, yeah, that is. That's Put him in the category as Frank Caliendo's awful text of the year award. The first annual Frank Caliendo, why did you text that award? All right. That'll be a fun file to yeah, no review kidding. in December. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, nobody's bragging. I'm not bragging. I'm saying I have no ambition. I didn't have enough ambition. I, and I'm and it's not like I'm ambition free. I think I I think I look well, at clearly the, you're not I think I'm very free. Fox News about this. I think I'm very much one of those hosts on Fox News that constantly says, We all have opportunity. It's the same for everybody. If you if you want, you know, it doesn't matter what you come from, you can rise to the top. I believe that's very true. I also know for a fact from CNN that some people have an easier path. But that's okay, too. And that's why it's a 1%. But no, that's why it ends up being 1%. It's a hard road. It's a lot yeah. of work to get there. You know, not a lot of people are, are handed hundreds of millions of dollars. A lot of times you got to earn it. Everybody's mad at Trump. Ah, I didn't do this. You didn't do that. And one thing Donald Trump Jr. said on this show years ago resonates with me fully is that before we all hated his dad, he went broke. And Donald Trump Jr. said on this show, he walked by a bum with his dad in New York City and pointed at him. He goes, wow, what a loser. And he looked at him. He said, don't look at him as a loser. Donald Trump said, don't look at him as a loser, son. He has a billion dollars more than us right now. Because he was upside down a billion. Wow. Because this world fell I, apart. I think he, it might have been once or twice, but he was like 25 the first time with all this stuff. But, don't know. Yeah. And yeah, did he have a silver spoon? For sure. And he lost it. Get it? You know, he was in debt a certain uh, amount that was more than like the homeless dude on the street. And he recognized it. Yeah, I mean, he's a complete jackass. <laughs> People love him and stuff, but you can love a jackass. I like a lot of things Donald Trump does, but when he talks, I'm just like, please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop. You're gonna wreck it. No, 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 no. Yeah, you know when you're with a girl and you're like, things are going well, really well. And you whip your dick out. And it's like, uh-oh, one step too far. That's Donald Trump. <laughs> kind of like I was explaining I to I was explaining to our... Uh, I know, you'll make it political, but you know I'm right. Uh, I was explaining to our friend Bill Thrall, who was a former... I don't know he's still... He's not a pastor anymore. No. He? Yeah. He quit on that. But he texted me. He goes, hey, your Steelers are in the this, in this playoffs. Can you believe it? 
And I said, uh, this team has been like a really bad date that when you drop her off, she reaches over and gives you a hand job. It's like, huh? Like at the end, there's still something good. Like what just happened? This has been a nightmare all year. Like we've had a couple moments like, all right, it's not so bad. And then in the middle, you're like, oh, I can't wait till this date's over. I can't wait. And then at the end, she's like, well, thanks. I'm like, yeah, see you later. And then the next thing you know, I'm getting the best old-fashioned I've ever had in my life. I'm like, how in the world is this ending well? That was me at the start of the fourth quarter yesterday <laughs> with my team. And then the news came over that Brett's team yeah. helped me out. And I'm like, all right, this date's over. Yeah, your We're date. Done. She tried and We're then done. started to chew on the end yeah. of it. And you're like, get out of Hey, 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 hey. The Steelers season was a terrible date that ended with a hand job. And I'm going to call her again. We're going out again this weekend. Give her one more time. I'm going to try this again. And if it goes well this weekend, I'm going to do it again next weekend. I'm taking, cans. I'm taking this kind of thick girl with a bad future. I'm going to take her to the end. It's risky, John. But this, but I told that to a former pastor, and he goes, I, I like to think of it more. Oh, how did he say it? It was great, because this is exactly what a former pastor would say. Bill's a very funny guy. Uh, <laughs> he says, <laughs> I said, it's a bad date. I hated this team so much, Bill, throughout the season that I wanted it to be over. And then right at the end when I dropped her off, she gave me a hand job, so I'm back. And he goes, I like to think of her as a faithful wife who at times drives you insane but gives you exactly what you need when it matters most. And I'm like, no, bad date, big hand, strange smell. <laughs> then she reaches over and says, you want me to tug on this? And he goes, all right, I'll go with yours. I don't understand this team. I don't get it, but you know what? And here's the problem with the NFL playoffs that are coming up. The Chiefs, who I'm butt sick of because of the... I don't mind Patrick. Like, that's that's a dynasty I've been kind of like, good on you guys. I've not hated them like they're I did likeable. the Patriots. The Cowboys I hate. And like, yeah, teams that... They're kind of a like... Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are kind of like, you'd hang out with them. Go, you know, they're kind of all right. You get why people like them. Their fans aren't annoying yet. Andy breaks the fourth wall on his commercials. Yeah, you, like it. yeah he's, he makes fun of himself for me. I think it's because they're the dynasty after Belichick. Oh, which yeah, has yeah, been yeah. just the evil empire. Yeah. So anything's better. But the Taylor Swift thing came along, and it might as well have been Belichick and drag, because I can't stand her at all, and she's getting worse by the day. They just got a lollipop of a game. That, you know, the pineapple farmer is going to try to roll into Kansas City next week and throw footballs around in one degree. It's not happening. Miami going to Kansas City. They just got a tune-up game. Miami's not going to be accountant for a head coach. Come on. See, I love him, but they're just not ready to travel. Miami needed to stay at home. Had Miami been at home, I think they're dangerous. Them in Kansas City and that traveling resort beach show they got going on in Tyreek Hill. And, although that is kind of an interesting side match, though, that Tyreek goes back you to beat him. that one. I'd like to see it, but I, I honestly think Kansas City just got like, here. You've had a little bit of a rough year. Here's a gift. You guys can uh, get, get right against Miami in the playoffs because they're not going to show up. In that weather, are they? There's no way. Anyway, playoffs, it's so much fun. Then you got Stafford going back to Detroit. I have a friend who's a Lions fan. This is the first playoff game in Detroit ever at Ford Field. Oh, right. Ever. You think of how old Ford Field is. I went to Ford Field for the Super Bowl in 05, and it was already 10 years old. So they haven't had a playoff game at home in years, ages. My friend's uh, like a true blue Lions fan. His dog's name is Stafford. Wow. He didn't know. Wow. And he's like, I'm so torn. He goes, this dude's the greatest lion of my childhood and lifetime because he grew up watching Matthew Stafford. And he goes, and now he's with the Rams. 
And he's like, and he's going to come beat us in Detroit, isn't he? And I'm like, he is going to beat you in Detroit. That's that's it, probably uh, going to happen. You name Campbell any of your tears. dogs about current current. No, players? always name your always that's name them after thing, yeah because yeah. You, yeah. That's like we're buying jerseys too. Absolutely, it's yeah. gotten to that yeah. right because there would have been a time I'd have named a dog Shazier, and that would have been really awkward right, right now. <laughs> Yeah, you always name them after your legends. You don't. Yeah, yeah. I got you know, Bus. That's pretty safe. I got Jack Ham, Hall of Fame Steeler, never played for anyone else. Those are good. Frank, Franco. His name was Paco when I got him, so I changed it to Frank, and then I'm like, close enough. That's Franco Harris. Franco. Seahawk years don't count. Gordon Steeler legend. Gordon just showed because his name was Jordan, and I didn't want it to oh. be Jordan, so we changed it to Gordon. Gordon is not named after any Steelers. As is Yardley, our three-legged dog, because she's got three yes, legs. Come on. Three feet to yard. But I had Big Ben. Dutchie was uh, Harry Carey's wife. You always go with the tried and true, the establishment ones. Like if I was a Bills fan, I'd had a dog named OJ. No question. <laughs> In fact, I still might do that. You weren't going to name a dog uh, Fukudome or anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> <laughs> I had a Sharpay uh, for a while I thought about a Chinese crested that maybe anyway uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, right, it is wake up song time and of course it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop lots of storms happening this weekend yeah. and it is time to head on up north and take advantage of it skiing and snowboarding season is upon us Action Ride Shop is your headquarters for that if you need to purchase new gear Rent some gear. Maybe you want to give it a shot, which I think I'm going to try that this Roll year. I think I'm going to try to snowboard this year. Are you? I think so. I talked to Eric Bryan from uh, uh, Precision and uh, from New AC Unit this weekend, and he goes, we'll take you up skiing one of these times. I'm like, ah, no, I think it's too late. So the two times I've been snowboarding, the first time I broke my ankles, both ankles, and then the next one I just buried it in and thought I broke my knees and I quit. And he goes, no, snowboarding's for kids. We'll teach you skiing. He said, I'll have you up and down the slopes. And I said, see, the problem I have with that is the dude who took me snowboarding said, we'll do this. You'll be up in a day. Yep. And he took me to the Black Diamond. Oh. And so the only way to learn is to fall down. That's what you've got to learn is how to stand back up on the board and you'll be fine. Well, within two runs, I had broken both ankles. I don't know. Josh told us he'd take us out. And Josh, I would trust. Throwing, yeah. I just, Josh, I trust. For some reason, Eric Bryan is not taking me up on the mountain because he's nuts. Like Eric Bryan is. You got to start out on the black. <laughs> well, I would do that. Too. Well, I would do that too. Well, that's what it is. It's the slopes where the black. <laughs> what? What? Come on! <laughs> I would do that. I would do the. I would do the black diamond because Eric would talk me into it and be like, "All right." And we. Josh is smart. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eric and I together are not. I don't know. You man. could I hear his laugh signs. from the top oh, of that hill. Eric Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead. That's the last thing I'd hear before my before the Got lights, you! before the lights go out. You hear, oh my god, he's dead. And that's the last face and noise I would hear before <laughs> Josh would be like, okay, French fries, pizza. French fries, pizza. <laughs> he would help me. He would teach me. I trust Josh. Yeah. Action ride shop guys, I trust them. Alex was, uh, Eric, was there on Friday, rented some gear, and he was up at sunrise yesterday with his buddies. Yeah, it's and fun. They got five plus inches well, of snow yesterday. They got a foot at the airport in Flagstaff. Yeah. They, they got clobbered. So it's it's perfect time to go over to action and grab all that stuff. If you're going to start, do it now. I want to go too, but I want to go with – the problem isn't the event. It's the people that I'm with because I like hanging out with fun people. Eric Bryan is fun. He will Not throw really me into the. He will throw me. It's, it's, I might as well just go skiing with the abominable snowman. Yeah. Something horrible is going to yep. happen. Yeah, I see Josh as a teacher. I don't Josh see would, Eric Josh Ryan would, as a teacher. And I, yeah, Josh would stand on the bunny hill with me going, you're doing great. <laughs> go, go, Chief. Eric would be like, this is a bunch of bull. <laughs> Let's get up to the Black Diamond. I'm like, okay. <laughs> 
different teaching styles. Yeah, I have a feeling uh, Eric Bryan's teaching style also comes with a bow in my back after he pushes me down the hill. Here, go! Ow, my back! Now you're skiing! And then just laughing. And the next thing you know, I'm sitting there with a cast and we're drinking and I'm still having fun. And I'm like, Eric, Brian, you did this to me. And Spray I still a bunch like of dough and heat on your back and you're mounted by a bus <laughs> right. and you walk Look, out. I've, I golf with Eric and Bodie and you. Yeah. And we've had incidents. Like, golf has almost killed some people. Like, imagine what skiing two, would do. Uh, club oh. casualties. There's been massive. Two. I've broken a couple. Eric's broken yeah, one. And then three. And three then the joke club that almost killed someone. Where we had a club hit another club, and then the, and we're not even dicking around that bad. Can't imagine if there's actual like danger. Golf's the safest game in the world. Anyway, sorry about that. Go over to Action Ride Shop where decent people are, <laughs> and they'll help you out. All right, on our list, uh, a lot of it having to do with uh, the gay flag football. So uh, Judas Priest Turbo, Dude Looks Like a Lady, Stink Fist from Tool, of course Gay Bar from Electric Six, Snot My Balls, (laughs) Oh, Uh, (laughs) I Prevail, Ozzy, White Zombie, Velvet Revolver, Deftones, Parkway Drive. Dirt House could be for them too. Static X, yeah, that's true. Oh, man. (laughs) Do you think when they draw up plays for gay flag football, they have a designer? It'll be back in two weeks. I'll have some plays drawn up for you. Uh, I like, uh, well, we might as well go with a little Judas Priest. A little turbo? Yeah, get the priest in there. <laughs> Several reasons we can do that. That's a good one. We'll see. Yeah, I've had, uh, yeah, the Lions, the Lions are a team that I want to see do okay. I don't think Dan Campbell's style lasts a long time, but I like that it's, Got this team motivated and playing well. They're fun. But I just don't think his screaming and yelling. What was the uh, follow-up? I heard, um, I saw, you know, Laporta go out. He's out. He's done. Which stinks because that's a good player. But, hey, everybody's dealing with something. Every team, I mean, every team has a pretty bad injury. You're going to be down what, right? Probably. I say put some needles in it. It's a grade two sprain. That's nothing. Blow it out. Drain it. Needle it up. Take a shot. We got good backups, though. Not T.J. Watt good, but we'll be all right. They're not supposed to be there. They're, they're playing with house money. Which is dangerous. They're, they're a very dangerous team because they're getting healthier other than T.J. everywhere else. Who knows what they are? We'll see. And the Bills team is super flawed. We saw it all last night. So could wander up to Buffalo and make some mistakes. Josh Allen can give you a game. If he does what he did last night to a team that doesn't give it back, they're going to lose. Uh, anyway, playoffs. Uh Amazing that it's 18 weeks ago the season started. It's already over. Cardinal fans, who knows what you're going to do? Just enjoy the playoffs like the rest of us. Uh, It's Turbo Lover for the thing I saw yesterday, which is gay flag football leagues that are popping up all over. NFL's behind it. Uh, It's Judas Priest. It's 98 KUPD. I think Rob's the commissioner of the league. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Chilly Monday morning, but it is pretty outside right now. It's a nice rain. The sky looks clean. Head up north. Have yourself a party with the snow. And you know what? While you're at it, why don't you pack up a little Holmberg bound in your car? What? Yeah, yeah. Oh. it's ready to go. 
get up to your snow destination, get in your little chalet with your ski bunny, pop a couple of the old Homburg Bounds. They're ready to go. I love this beer so much, it's painful. Had a late brew this year. Normally we do it in December, we're doing it right now, and we're not even wasting time. You can order it today and get your orders now. Uh, order online at 98kupd.com. First 98 orders are going to get a, a Homburg-bound pint glass with a brand new 2024 logo. Wait do you see the new logo, too. So all you people who have been collecting, it's weird because I started to do it and I'm not a collector. The Homburg-bound and the Chiching Chavez and even the, the other ones, the uh, All Dogs Go to Heffen, which I was not a huge fan of the name of them. And we all, everybody agreed against it. But Homburg-bound is out and the new logo is great. The new cans are amazing, or uh, bottles. Uh, but the new uh, pint glass looks great. So the first 98 orders at 98kupd.com are getting the new pint glass. So you can put it next to your old one. And you can pick them up January 24th. We're going to have a little get-together over at Four Peaks and grab them. But order them now. And you say, well, why would I do that, John? Why would I order beer for three weeks from now instead of just getting a six-pack? Well, because uh, this beer helps out our friends at the Arizona Humane Society. So when you buy beer, you actually do really good things for people trying to help out my fuzzy friends. So... The Arizona Humane Society is the big beneficiary of an awesome beer. Thanks to our friends at Four Peaks. Uh, they do it every year, and the re-release of Holmberg Bound is back. And we're like, for those of you who don't know what it is, you don't have to like red beer, and you don't have to like IPA. But it's a reddish IPA, and you will like it. I've had people who hate IPAs go, that's the best beer I've ever had in my life. It's so good. Now, Cha-Ching Chavez, to me, best sipping beer. Honestly. And that's not just because it's ours. That's that's a top five sipping beer for sitting by a pool or a barbecue or whatever. This Homburg Bound, this is those cold night beers sitting by a fire, dropping a couple of those. They're thick. I'm a Homburg uh, Bound guy. You like I the like Homburg? They're one, seven yeah. seven five. They're, yeah. It's a good beer. It's got a little alcohol in it. It's got a nice pop to it. I'm I'm an IPA guy. So if I'm drinking for taste, Homburg Bound's the one I go for. Ching Chavez is the one I can drink a lot of. Holmberg Bound's the one I drink and look at you and go, one more of these and I might go to sleep. <laughs> They're good. So order them up, 98kupd.com. Uh, and thanks to Four Peaks for getting on this again. And uh, hopefully the Humane Society deals with a full-on sellout of Holmberg Bound and then they get all that money and you guys have done a good thing by buying beer and helping puffies. We'll have a party when we get it actually full release. The release party's coming. Order it today because a lot of times uh, you miss out on that. You don't get all the extra stuff. Uh, it's time now for... The Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters College Football Championship tonight. Why would you watch that anywhere else? Go to Hooters, catch all the action, get yourself some wings, some drinks, and, of course, Hooters girls handing it all to you right there, uh, Michigan or Washington. Who do you root for, Brady, as an it's Ohio State fan? It's a tough one fan? this year. Do you want the team that took your team out to win it all, or do you just want them to die on a vine? I can tell you, when you talked about the Rose Bowl thing, yeah, just years of – the Rose Bowl. Yeah. No matter who it was, you'd always root kind of root 10. for the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, this year, the, the, even what I Michigan, hear, which was the toughest yeah, it's one. That's really, yeah. you just yeah. don't pay attention. But if it's USC or, you know, who you always yeah. are running into, yeah, you'd, always, you'd pull for the Big Ten. See, because I always think of it like with pro stuff, teams in my division, when they win it, I just cringe and go, well, at least I was in the best division in football. You know, like right now, the Ravens and the yeah. Browns are really good. I don't want to see them win it, but if they did, that would be how I kind of soothe it. And that's what you do. But man, I don't think I could Rose root for them. This year, if, uh, you know, I hear it's it's more of a hatred or 
disliking of Harbaugh. Oh, no, he's the anything. worst. That whole family is just a bunch of unlikable. And the way this whole uh, thing went down, but well, I don't care about the. He, I don't think he did anything different than anyone else. Like no, the whole cheating I mean, scandal is no, such there was garbage. someone else out of his. But but regardless, right? Um, you know, hearing the three years in a row and oh, um, brutal. But I mean, I kind of lean it, towards Washington. But then when I hear, well, if Harbaugh wins, he's definitely you want him the out. NFL. And here's the problem, though. But then you deal with them. Somewhere. You hate hearing the the three years in a row. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, was that Ohio State mouthy as f towards Michigan well, yeah. with the ten I mean, years the, in a row. The, uh, exactly. There's I mean, a little difference. You're getting a little payback from yeah. how you know you got spoiled by the idea that you're never going to lose to Michigan again, and now it's kind of becoming a normal thing. Yeah, I don't think I could root for them if I was you. I think if they win, it would be like, oh, well. And if they lose, it would be like, good. But I bet on Washington. Did you put Washington? You took points or just straight up? Took points. Yeah, and the, cool. uh, I think it will be close. I took the uh, under, I believe. I'll have to double check. And Phoenix Jr. is an interesting guy. So we'll see. Yeah, it's a good game tonight. Go to Hooters, watch that thing, and think of Brady at home. Wishing it was his boys and, you know, Scarlet and Gray. Not there. Uh, it is the championship of college football, and the bands will play. Blech. I'd rather be in Jeff Jr.'s million-dollar yard than listen to that million-dollar band. So at least I'm going to watch it there. tonight. <laughs> Nobody's watching for that <laughs> at all. They'll turn it off. Uh, Brady, please report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Bubble Bath Day. It's been a minute. <laughs> When's your last bubble bath, Brett? Have you had a romantic bubble bath since you've been married? Uh, with like the real ones, like did you get kids bubble bath? No, I didn't get a. That's the Mr. Cool bubble. Yeah, Mr. Bubble. Like, that's the real bubble bath. Like I don't like girls come up with these bombs and like yeah, I mean, bubble bath. Drop the ball. Bubble in bath. There. This thing has to look like a like a white soup for me to think. Of, like Mr. Bubble is the only three way inches of water, nine inches nine of foam. nine inches of foam, <laughs> and you're like this is awesome. I want to look like I'm stuck in whipped cream. It's so bubbly. Mr. Bubble is the only way to go. You haven't done it? No. Dude, tonight. I don't fit in bathtubs. Those, you wouldn't the bathtubs in houses. Bathtub. No, the no, bathtubs no, in our houses are uh-uh. tiny. Ours, no, yep. Brady says he doesn't fit in a bathtub. You're going to be like, that's sad. Well, no, you I'm talking lake, not with. <laughs> no, I've got, an old, I've got an oval one he'll fit in. <laughs> you got to double down. Take that lady to a resort. Mr. Bubble that resort. Right, that mean, way you can slop it out of the tub and not care. That's are a they brilliant big enough idea. there? Low Bears, are they big enough for two? Yes, they build them for two. You can bathe at Toledo's. He's, he's got a one big enough. They don't do one of those manufactured <laughs> shower bathtubs like they do at a Holiday Inn. You're in a resort. They're putting a tub in that thing. They know you're getting in there for bubbles. They should supply Mr. Bubble. Mr. Bubble is the only bath if you want bubbles. The only one. Girls will have those terrible, like every guy. Those little from, bombs that you drop yeah, in Yeah, and it makes like, it makes the water a little gray and there's some foam on top. I want and Mr. Bubble. And you have bubble. lavender in there and. Oh, yeah, and also, you do sm- trust me, like, we all laugh about it. You get out of that bathtub, you feel slick as an eel, and you smell good. Mr. Bubble. You smell like bubble gum. Is it still on the shelves, or do you have to go uh, <laughs> I don't buy know. it online? I'm sure Amazon's got it. <laughs> yeah, Amazon would probably. You think they took it off the shelves? Is it that toxic? <laughs> <laughs> it's only available online, dark web. I think dark they web. Cha- changed the formula. What do you mean? What? Why would they? Why? They took the lead out of it for a while what? and all the other stuff, though. Asbestos. Whatever was in it, it worked. I remember taking... It was just so fun. Packaging up. Just squeezing. There it is. And it's the same logo. Like, they are not with success. They can get it at Target, Brady. Yep. Twenty two ninety nine for a four-pack of eight-ounce bottles. Bubble bath day. Load that beast in there this morning and... 
The only difference is the bottle is an eco pack now. Whatever. (laughs) So you just throw the whole bottle and it just dissolves? (laughs) Perfect. A couple of baseless fun facts. Walt Disney's brother Roy purchased the first ever Disneyland ticket for one buck in 1955. And he knew a guy. That's about $12 in today's money. He did know a guy. Yeah. You always hear about Lassie saving Timmy and fell down a well. It never happened in any of the 571 episodes of Lassie. Didn't he fall into a hole? The only character who ever fell down a well was Lassie. Oh, Oh, wow. Tom Fairman says, John, you of all people don't frown on using a bath at a hotel. At a hotel? Yes. At like a nice place, like a resort or something. And yeah, I'm not cleaning myself and I'm going to shower up after. You're not Motel 6 yeah. in the bathtub there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not rolling over to the Days Inn and going, math and everything else that was cooked in that yeah. bathtub. Those are shower only. <laughs> oh, the hairs on my ass. Oh, those aren't my hairs. They came with the bathtub. Yeah, you don't get into like a regular hotel bathtub. But, you know, if it's the Aria in Vegas or... Around here at the boulders or things like that, you, you gander at that big giant oval and you think to yourself, but it's for sex. It's not for bathing. I frown on all baths for cleaning yourself. That's gross. You're just sitting in a, a warm water of filth. A couple of things going on here. Brady, you're getting a lot of backlash. Uh-oh. Brady, you pack your ass and get every piece of Ohio State out of your house <laughs> if you cheer for Michigan's night. That's true. I don't know how you cheer for Michigan at all, ever. There's a lot of but that going of, on. You kind of are like... How do you call yourself a Buckeye, Brady? He doesn't. He's a, you're he's supposed a Bobcat, to right? Root for the, that's true, too. You're supposed to root for the not only the yeah. loss, but maybe a yeah, death or two. Were. Oh, and I am. Holmes or Washington. Yeah, but you said it was tough. You did kind of him and haw on a little bit. You didn't really say... Whatever gets horrible out of there. You didn't ever say muck I'd like to fish again. I wanted a little more heart out of it, but you don't have it, so... Another one says... Uh, doesn't hurt you. Hey, I love that Holmberg bound. It's perfect for our gay flag football league. <laughs> Whatever. It helps the animals. See, I don't exclude like you gays do. I start my own things. I didn't start a gay beer or a straight beer. It's just beer for everybody, not some gay football league where only gays can play. Yeah. Crack it open at your gay flag football league. I'm fine with that. case. Fight Twink it up, it. drink Twink it up, it whatever. Up. And whatever you do with the bottle after is up to up. you. Can we get that on yeah. an HMS uh, logo? Holmberg Twink bound. It Twink it up. And a guy just drinking. <laughs> Have a twink today. <laughs> Here's a list of uh, predictions about 2024 that were 100 years ago. Ooh. Made 1924. I like these. First one, no one would have teeth. A nationally syndicated advice columnist thought Americans' eating habits could drastically change our looks. Because we were eating a lot of soft food back then? Yep. We were and leaning more the- towards liquids. He says, uh, "We will have any teeth. We w- we will have any teeth at all. We will bear. Huh? Will there be any color on our face except paint? This is what this guy was saying. Some... Well, because you got to remember, yeah. dentistry was the number one cause for suicide until the mid thirties. Well, the men have any and makeup to speak of? Yeah, makeup became a norm for average people in the teens and twenties. The yeah. Roaring Twenties was when everyone was gussing it up. So he probably thought, ah." paint and uh, we're all losing our teeth and nobody likes the dentist we'll just pull yep. and he thought we would shrink he said will men have any height to speak of or will they be all girth he wasn't wrong there horses would go extinct 
professor at USC predicted horses would be endangered because the invention of the automobile would render them useless. We would stop feeding them. Man. <laughs> he says in another hundred years, you may find horses in zoos. You know, I would have bought that back in the 20s, too. You think? Oh, yeah, we needed them like crazy. It's like, well, we don't need these anymore. We got too many of them. I, I'm su- actually thinking about what that guy's talking about. I'm surprised we have so in many In a hundred years. Alpo it, bought them all. It's fine. That's I mean, true. they just uh, dog food. Oh, and Elmer's. <laughs> yeah. Man. You know? Well, other than that, <laughs> I'm actually kind of shocked we have as many horses as we do, too. They're all recreational when you think about it. There's no... They pers- aren't all of recreational. Well, no, there's some not, workers, not Montana but and Wyoming. Compared to what there was, which was the only game in town. Yeah. Since the beginning of man, and once we found horses, it's like, oh, we're using these. And then we didn't need them anymore. It's like, I, I totally get why he thought that. And I'm actually surprised we have so many now. Working from home in a book called Wireless Possibilities, a guy basically predicted the internet. He said we'd be doing most things remotely. And it'd be great if you hate cities. Wow. Um, he nailed it. Constant war everywhere. The president of the American American Chemical Society had a different take. He thought futuristic weapons would mean major cities would constantly be under attack. He's not wrong. Women would be in charge and men would be raising the kids. Look at that. In a letter to the New York Daily News, a guy said women will occupy the highest positions. Men will just do physical labor and stay home, wait on, wait on the babies and mind the pets. I just uh, I just got in a time machine and went back to when that guy said that, and here was the crowd did. <laughs> Cities would be totally rebuilt around cars. True. Pretty much. Yeah, Phoenix did that. Everybody did it. Yeah. Roads. Everyone would fly would would be flying to work. A real estate mogul in New York said the airplane is still it's in in its infancy, but eventually we'll all be using them. We're not too far yeah, from we're, that? Yeah, we're pretty far from that. You think? We're not. Too many power lines. We can't trust the general public go flying around. Uh, I think it's weeding out the crowd. I, I wonder, wouldn't mind, you know, I, look, I wouldn't mind if Darwin got us all in planes right now in little one-man jumpsuits. It could but. be like bug zappers, John. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen somebody's morons driving. See, no I, way. I, no we, way. We can't have them flying. No. Like, we can't yeah. have the entire population learning to do a new thing together and have it be relied upon as our transportation. I'm with you. I'm all for the the human bug zappers, but we got to get all these power lines buried before we trust the general public with flying stuff. And that's we're years away from that. That's just not financially reasonable to bury all this power yet. But the minute we do, flying cars will be out there. Uh, A poll was conducted and asked uh, people working uh, with their companies, a thousand employees. To name the most inappropriate emojis to use at work. Eggplant. <laughs> Top five in order. Peach. Beer mug, eggplant, kiss mark, middle finger, and peach. Yep. Which is butthole. The middle finger's pretty blatant. Yeah, that one's it? an obvious one. I mean. Yeah, that's that's not even an emoji. Yeah. That's just like, that might as well just be you typing yep. you. Women think the peach and eggplant emojis are the most unprofessional. Men said the beer mug. And kiss emo- and kiss mark emoji. The lips? I think so. Hmm. Yeah. That one's kind of hot. I like It'll, that one. 
don't know. I don't think anybody's complaining. They get a kiss mark emoji from somebody. Well, you would if you got it from Ben. That would be inappropriate. Ben ah, right sent me ben. a big set of it'd lips right. just out of nowhere. I'd be like, all right, what's going on here? <laughs> Here's your Eagles tickets. Thanks, Ben. What a Paul Marshall sound to you. Hilarious. <laughs> 42-year-old George Owens. He's from Leeds, Alabama. He crashed his car into a pole in the parking lot of the Bass Pro Shop. And he got out of his car, stripped off all his clothes, ran into the store, and did a cannonball in the aquarium. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so much better than feeding bass. He, he walked over, stood under the waterfall for a little Sure. Sexy time. Shoppers were stunned. The police showed up. Before they caught him, he jumped in the water a second time, then slipped, knocked himself out. Is that why you don't drink, Brady? You would be in there. That's part of it. Yeah, you <laughs> would definitely cannonball at the Bass Pro Shops. Totally worth whatever the fine. Oh is. my God! I hope I'd he's got, I, that. Would public I, yeah. lewdness, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assault on a police officer. Oh, that's oh, that's, oh, that's a that was him losing it. Yeah. Brady, I will pay all of your fees and fines if you do a naked dive into the aquarium at Bass Pro. Shops. <laughs> all of them, so worth it. So good for the show. In other news, local radio disc jockey Brady Boggan. <laughs> Jumped into a pool at the Bass Pro Shops, and everybody listened. Be like, "Oh my God, he did it!" All the fees and fines. You don't have to worry about a thing. It just goes on your record as a great story. <laughs> yeah, you're old enough now. Records. Nobody's holding you to that. Doesn't yeah, matter. exactly. What do you got? If we're still here in five years, you can retire with that one, and you never have to look for a job again. It says here you have a felony. <laughs> yeah, I hopped into the Bass Pro Shop Aquarium with my dingling out. <laughs> That's hilarious. You're hired. I, for one, think you'd be perfect for Cabela's. Welcome to Clown College, Brady. <laughs> Thanks. An old man in Long Island, New York, got a little messed up and heated uh, because he tried to reheat his Taco Bell in the microwave and its aluminum wrapper. <gasps> so he went back to the Taco Bell, made a big scene, berating the employees, demanding that they repay him for his tacos and his microwave. We left him in there for a while. It says it blew up. Pretty sure it says don't microwave on that aluminum foil. He yeah. saw one of the employees smile, and he slapped him hard. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's a video of the guy. Knock that smug smile off your face before I knock it off for you. Now I want my $1.19 back. The annual Consumer Electronics Show. Starts tomorrow in Las Vegas. Jesus, it seems like that just happened. I thought they stopped that. Why? I saw a news story about the convention isn't it isn't as big as it used to be it's or something like huge. that. Huge. And the bathroom brand Kohler is pushing a new bidet that connects to Alexa or Google <laughs> to oh. offer voice activated butt washing. Alexa. Once she's done Wipe washing your butt. <laughs> yep. Wipe my then ass. Then you can also Turn on the drying feature to dry it off. Instead of having to use buttons, we can now talk to the toilet. Both features are offered on their Pure Wash E930 model. God damn. Which retails for the low price of $2,149. Well, that's just the lid. Let me tell you that's this. That's the lid? Yeah, if you want the yeah. whole... Um, the whole. It doesn't come... Oh, that's one of those... Okay, I get yeah. you. And, uh, but I, what I've heard is it's... On sale right now on the website, it has it for twelve eighty nine. One thousand. That's it. Twelve hundred bucks from this uh, 
checking out the website. And you <laughs> shopping. Look at you. We the will full be off- toilet option is a, oh, yeah. eleven grand yeah. with and worth it. We will be off paper in ten years, and it's going to be a fight. Yeah, but my way will win out, and all you naysayers with dirty scrub butts will be beholden to me for fighting this good fight for a long time. Anybody argues with me that you're supposed to wash with soap and water after a poop, I know what your underwear looks like. Period. Clean your ass with water. And those bidets are amazing. The good ones, oh, and then they dry it. And then you can run a little water or a paper over the edge, just like you do when you towel off after a shower. Toilet paper doesn't get it done. One wipe. Doesn't get it done. So you're saying we'll become blotters at that point. Right, you just kind of wipe. Well, and then they dry it. But trust me. But I've been talking about this for how long? South Park just did an episode on it last year about big toilet paper, big paper, and how we're the only, like, major place. The West is the only place that still uses toilet paper to smear feces all over our bodies instead of wash. Finally, there uh, is a Kmart in Australia that's catching a little heat because they're selling candles. And uh, they're pink colored. Yeah. Show you a little picture. And people are like, I don't know about the design on these candles. They look those are fe- those very are usable for something else. Giant peepees. This is a single woman's dream candle. And it must be, you know, it's summer there in australia so maybe it's a little hot they're kind of curving a little bit the candle because that's how it's supposed to be straight up straight up but it is holy crank (laughs) yikes i think our home ec teacher in high school wanted us to burn the school down because i remember and she's like you're not supposed to put metal in a microwave and then she did it to show us, and she put ice inside the aluminum foil. That thing was, and then she cracks it open, and there's ice is still in there. <laughs> Doesn't work. Like man, and we didn't know. I've got three but, quick. But probably almost burned Dobson down, or that was Rhodes. She was at Rhodes. Did you do home ec at Rhodes? Yeah. What was her name? Uh, you remember that lady? Damn it! She, yeah, she I remember. To not she was care yeah. about. Any. No, I think she was done. By the time yeah. we were there, she was done she teaching us idiots. So, you didn't have to know how. Some girl jammed one of those needles right through her index fingernail on a sewing machine. Oh, they didn't teach oh. you how to use it. The pressure stuck. Yeah, well, because it didn't go all the way through, but it popped the top and went. Oh. And that hurt. And then we're sewing, and like we've got needles and That's access to weapons. Mrs. Damn it. She was really nice. But she would just start little fires all the time. Here's how cooking works. They had the mirror over the stove. Yeah. She'd be going like it was a Benihana. Like she had fire happening all the time. That's It's our introduction. And she's got flames and like she's cooking with alcohol. and Teaching kids teppanyaki. She did not care. And then she put metal in the microwave. What was her name? I'm trying to think. Sweet, tender little old oh, lady. Oh, she was nice. But Very nice. And I say old, she was probably she was 45. Teaching. She was She hated it. Yeah. So before we get to Brady's videos, this is the uh, Bass Pro Shop tank. This is the what, aquarium is that Brady, Brady would get in. Would be, oh, yeah, that's, there's where the feeding there's happens. Some pike every day. in there, Brady. There's your dream tank. <laughs> it's like a sex show for you in there. All those fish. I've never been in a Bass Pro Shops, but it looks that's, like that's I've seen two feedings. 
He's like, only the- two? Well, that no. I think they do it twice a day. My God. That place looks like twice. Ed Look Gein's house. And it's got a waterfall into the, the tank? Going to lose Brady, boys. I'm not comfortable in the video. There was that uh, trend going around like two years ago where people were doing that, jumping in the aquarium. It was like a TikTok Never challenge. In the Bass Pro Shops? Yeah, there's a couple kids that did it. Never heard of it. All right. First one's a guy uh, jumping off the roof of the house. For no reason. Trying to make the pool. Oh, that's, oh, that's way oh, too far away. There's some slap smack in there. Oh, he quits halfway through and slides off the roof. He missed by eight feet. Did he hit his head? Oh, oh man. Yeah, oh, man. That is yep. not good. Next one's oh. done. You almost had that happen a couple times at your house. Once. <laughs> Idiot on the roof. And I would have been all right with it. <laughs> I think well looking back, look, looking back, I shouldn't have had a pool. Just encourage him to jump off the roof. Jump off the other side. Jump in the front yard. This is uh, <laughs> dealing with the uh, ice and the, the snow that happened back uh, in the Midwest. Guy's going out to get his... Uh, New Year's Day on his patio getting his newspaper down. He goes, oh, 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 the fence doesn't hold it. Oh, he grabbed his fence on the way down and it didn't hold up. Oh, man, that railing needs that some would, oh, That would bum me out. Oh, he's barefoot, too. Fix that thing. Shorts and a T-shirt, and the whole thing's iced over. Look at him take a breath. Uh, I hate my life so much. Oh, 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 man. oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that railing was She's hot. the one who wanted to move to Indiana, that bitch. <laughs> I said Florida. She said, nope. <laughs> we got to move back up to Valparaiso. The hell is Valparaiso? And by the way, it just proves that those rails are supposed to protect you from falling. Mm-mm. That thing came up so fast. Last one is a uh, drone uh, attacking some Russian soldiers. Oh, cool. Are we supposed to be watching? Yeah. That? Oh, it's... Rooting for it, in fact. A drone's so there, there camera's kind of, going there's over. There's a couple of tanks have already taken out. Now they burn their kind of... Oh, they're in their little foxes. bunkers. Now is watch, it going to hit it? This. Oh, watch what the... Uh, it's like... Who, oh, they didn't comes. show the shooting. Oh, they'll show it. Where are... Okay, It's coming up. There's the little Russians. Wants, there's a little who gaggle wants a Scooby snack? Oh! The bomb just goes right in. Oh, man. And it just took that dude's legs. That's not much yeah. of a bomb. There's four dudes, and all of them are okay, and it landed. Like well, they're not okay. okay. That guy, that well, guy. I mean, yeah. they're alive. But then the na- the last one is the the dude still laying in there. He's like, yeah, I'll throw one more Get in one there. more. That's the same dude who got yeah. hit before. Oh, he's done. He still works his way out. That's just but... a leg cracker. That's like oh, dropping yeah. bowling balls. Leg cracker. He's missing. Oh, yeah. He's missing. He's missing. Yeah. I think if I dropped a bowling ball from a drone, yeah. I could bust your leg pretty bad. That was cool, though. So weird from that perspective. Yeah, I was watching, because uh, I've gotten into this thing lately with Hitler, uh, just to see I was on the right side. You know, I didn't do a lot of research. So the Germans, I, I knew they were. I knew war back then was relentless. They had these little planes. I told Brady about this that were designed to attack the French citizens as they did the exodus from France. There's two and a half million people just walking on the road, just right? get out, just walking, and they had they would dive down into the side of the road. But these planes were tiny and had individual dudes in them, like just a single pilot, and the and it was designed to just go right over. Like a falcon. Yeah. It, and they'd hear them. Pinzer? No, that was the tank. Something else. But they had these little weird planes, and they were designed to get low and just throw bombs on the people. And that, th- they weren't. They were worse than what we just watched. I remember seeing that as a I don't know if this was it, but I feel like a cartoon like Snoopy was throwing them from, from the doghouse. The bottom just opened up. 
and then the guy would kick him out with his feet or something. Oh, I don't he know. did. I, I remember All by himself. Oh, well, that was the hand. bombardiers of the old yeah, bombers. They just open up and start lobbing. Yeah. This dude's by himself, and it would go to like they would they would always try to walk on roads with trees, so these things couldn't get low enough. Uh, but they would drop down right on top and just throw stuff at just kids and families wow. and moms and. Just blow them to bits and then fly away. Stuka. And the people, would, that was it. The plan. And they'd get up and just start walking again like that'll happen. <laughs> like, we do smart wars now with these little bombs that just blow up guys' legs. It's crazy. They've got footage of it. And they've colorized it, which I think you're the devil if you colorize right. World War II for right. it. Hey, I got one. This one just came in from Nicholas. It's a decent little scorpion here. Oh, girl's running across a bar. Does a front flip. Oh! She does a front flip. She tries to go into a back flip, and her feet give out. And it is a full spinal. Wow. Her heels touch the back of her head. And her friend laughs at it, which that girl's not going to walk again. She's drinking out of tubes. I guarantee you the next time her friend came out, I'm so sorry I laughed. They forgive you. Everything is all right. Can you do a math equation? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like you to do math with your pants off. I heard you people are into that. <laughs> All right. People. Bert, ready? Oh, no. <laughs> I got no. some of the ones I didn't get to show oh, on Friday. Friday's, oh, Friday's no. discards. All right, here we go. So uh, this guy, this guy's not going to be into work on Monday. Uh, by the way, before the video starts, uh, I didn't catch this. Did Brady say he's been to both feedings in one day? No, oh, okay. only that's what the people feedings. Yeah. Not, not on the same day. No, but you said there was two feedings a day. I, th- I think there is. Yeah, <laughs> like there's a two fifteen. It's so weird to watch fish eat two fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> you realize you should have hung yourself that day, right? When you went to go <laughs> watch fish eat. There, I didn't go for the feeding, but I was at the right time. <laughs> but you've ah, been for curious. the feeding, like yeah, your dad knew about it. Like you wanted to see fish eating. The first time, no, I knew this guy that. Yeah, he's been twice. Wrote a book. He was a hunting guide, and I knew him through another friend, and so he was selling his book. How many so times did he One friend had a bear that he has a record bear that was put into the one in Mesa. Oh, okay. And, and then we the went second over there time, the book you, you went specifically for the feeding. Uh, I picked up a, a Christmas item for a friend. But you went during feeding time? Yep. Because you knew? Oh, yeah. And I then... Next door, Party City, you get a couple of hats and a rope. You go home and you do what's right. <laughs> you got to see a feeding, John. No. So where you get to that. I can watch it online and get the gist of it. I don't <laughs> yeah. need to travel for that. Another guy says, hey, San Simeon, toilet paper gone. What are you thinking? Whatever, gone. dude. Gone. <laughs> You're wasting your time. Okay. Turd butt. Keep smearing it all over you. Yeah, every time you argue with me, I know exactly what's going on. Just watch that Charmin commercial where they're San wiping the uh, arm, yeah. the dry arms. Turd butts. Yeah, like I've always said, if I got if I threw feces at you, would you just go get you than it says about me? dry paper and wipe it off and go, that's good. <laughs> the bidet's like clean your ass. And paper will be, we'll use a lot less of it if the big paper people, they're pushing the agenda. Another one. Uh, it's not really a punishment for Brady, but it sure would be amusing for us if he lost Rock Wars and had to jump in the tank. Put it in the, put the, it in the, the thing. Pro shops. Put it in the thing. <laughs> Brady has to be in a tank of bass for a feeding, whether it's bass pro shops or not. We need a tank of bass. Where's the fish hatchery? We got to get him up there. (laughs) And just Brady's like dangling it while the fish eat (laughs) off of him. Oh, it's his dream. 
Because, you know, he got caught beaten off to a fish tank. Tickles! Oh, imagine if they attacked him. <laughs> oh, it's feeding time. All right. What do you got, Brett? Oh, Don't God. JJ. This is the most industrial beginning to a video yeah. ever. I don't know so where we are. this guy's in some that? machine shop. He's Looks like a lathe or something. Monday. Oh, oh, okay. I see. Gotta make sure everything's working right. That guy's sitting there with some sort of weird no, 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 laser no, 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 lathe. He's got out. his head in a spot. Get back up, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. No! It's clearly coming at you. Oh, it's got him. It's got him by the head. Oh! The reveal. His head is off. What does the machine do? That is a... Keep working. Curious amount of no blood. That had to be in his first week there, because why would you go back That's the snap. That's where it's broke. What does the machine do? Oh, Oh, God. His head's off. Oh, my God. That's suicide. Oh, yeah. That's happening so slowly. It's like the Austin Powers uh, steamroller. Oh, my God. And his head was already gray by the end of it. Nice, Brett. Thanks for starting Monday with that. No problem. Uh, was this the one? Ooh. I think this. He actually showed up this morning for work. <laughs> He's back. Here's the we'll, 1 a.m. We'll broad at the bar. Oh! What's that? Okay. That's the 1 a.m. Bar- broad the at the bar. What is that? That's not real. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is Maggots and worms. Is that PVC pipe? There's it's, a, it's a, a the, caliper. Oh. Yeah, there's a thing that holds her oh. girl part wide Ooh. open. And then they just poured maggots and worms in, or they're coming up, but she looks too healthy. I don't know about that. Her skin color. fishing, and that's where she's throwing them. Uh, It's a bait factory. My gosh. But look at that thing. She doesn't look unhealthy. There's sound, apparently. (laughs) Do I get what sound? I've got you turned up. Okay. Those leeches, those are leeches, right? No, they're... Listen, quiet. Worms, shut up. You hear it? I don't know what I'm watching. You know, they look like those weird little purple radishes I peel out of food I don't... Like, there's Mexicans (laughs) will put that on their their weird purple... On their street tacos. Yeah, yeah. gross. Get these out of there. That, I would say the same to the maggots. Oh, God. uh, But that's on purpose... Yeah. So that wasn't coming out of her. That was going in. That was a drop-off. Because there's nothing about that that looks like it's necrotizing or like it needs... Like she did that as a yeah, They're, they're chowing on something. All right, put your seatbelts on. Whew, we have worse than what we just watched? Come on. All right, here we go. Brett looks away immediately. A high heel. Oh, it's a stiletto going into a urethra. The man's urethra is already covered in blood. The stiletto heel which I wore for Night of the Singing Dead, same exact shoe, is going in all the way to the base. Wow. All the way into the urethra. All the way out now. She's pulling it out. There is so much blood. Wow. And she's just wiggling it around. She's moving her foot around like she's doing a tap dance. Oh, come on. How much longer? Stop. Wow. Oh. And there's war in the background, of course, because this what's, is Ukraine. What's recovery time on something like that? You know? He's erect, by the way. Oh, my God. I don't know how that's... How? Yeah, that's maybe, that's maybe what I want to know. Has an erection. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh, look at it. Just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the nose. <laughs> wow. Hey, wow. It's early in the year, and we already got some finalists for uh, oh next year's God. show. Hey, there's going to be show. a next year's show. This- <laughs> wow. Oh, man. You see how desensitized oh. we got? Oh, I mean, it's just... Yes, 
Yes. Desensitized. No desensitized. Yes. I mean, I react to it, but I'm like, I was screaming my lungs out. <laughs> He's, he's you can not be wrong, desensitized. I'm we not. Still scre- we still scream at it, but I feel like we've been desensitized to it. You I, guys, I, I have to watch this thing several times. Let me tell you. I show them to you. I felt pretty sensitive there. Yeah, just a little bit. There was no like, oh well, to that. I'm st- I'm probably not going to eat until Thursday. Between the stiletto or the uh, the maggots and everything, in maggots there. and worms are the first the stiletto I'll thing I can the, avoid. That's creative right there. That one. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm not desensitized to any of that. I'm, wow. I'm physically nauseous right now. Thanks, Brett. Well, there you go. Thanks there to you go. Crandall, you son of a bitch. Our listener that has the dark web in his back pocket at all times. Uh, there you go. That's your Brady report. I'm going to need Holmberg bound more than ever to forget today. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. What? I put the wrong thing in. What <laughs> do? Hmm? I just got done with a 10 minute speech about how easy everything is yeah. to do with this computer, and I, and I blew it. Talking the history of radio. <laughs> How hard it used to be to switch things. I'm like, I just switched it out. I put the same thing in twice. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> and I had just made the swaparoo because I, oh, you moron, John. That's funny. <laughs> it is easy. Oh, it is. But still. Uh, it's time now for what Brady would do. The most moral man in Phoenix is ready for a new year. And so far, so good. Uh, he's done a better job of living his life this year than you will. For the entire year. He's already been more moral in the first eight days than you're going to be ever in your lifetime. It's amazing the things he's fixed and done. I got letters here for them. But uh, it's brought to you by our friends at uh, Mo Money Pond, MMP Guns. And Brett's got that deal in the commercial I heard you talking about uh, building a handgun. Yeah, we did. We did the AR, awesome. and they're still doing that. Yeah, but uh, now the the new class is uh, building your own handgun on a on basically a Glock platform. So you're going to build your own Glock for the most part. And the cost is like a third, right? Uh, it's it, it's it, close to around close? Okay. yeah it's a little bit cheaper but uh, but you now you know how to do it all right and right. you know what you're you handling know. yeah I think that should be a requirement for like owning a gun yeah it's to understand get, every piece and part of it right you're going to get better parts you'll know how to do do other stuff if you yeah. you know when you get to that point so it's all responsible the AR gun class owners, was amazing like that's the thing everybody gets out of get into this thing this talk but all responsible gun owners have the same feeling that if you're going to own them know what you own. Yeah. Like have have I don't think you should have to have mandatory class measure, but know what you own. And I don't think anybody would be like, hey, if you're going to own this, you should be able to take it apart and put it back together. Yeah, and they show you how to even the springs and the triggers yeah. and every. I mean, it's it's golden. You walk out and you know everything yeah. about that firearm. I'm not for any like you know regulations of this, that, and the other, but I do think there's nothing wrong with you know a little class. Definitely not learning learning some folks uh, how this take thing this works class with me. I'm dying. I'm, I'm I, I would it. love to do this one. This one I want to do both of them. I just. I'm not handy. <laughs> this one, like, you'll be fine with this one. Like I a, guarantee you. Like mine will come out looking like a small dinosaur, and I don't know why. It'll just be like a weird model that I'm like, I made a, I made a car no, accidentally. They'll literally take you from no experience to like, You can do it. Oh, 100%. Any, if I can do it, any idiot can do it. That's the thing you're saying. That, so let's yeah. do it. So they let's got the handgun it. one. They got the AR-15. M&P guns got it all. And you just uh, the knowledge behind what it is exactly you're going to be having in your hand. And they're very serious uh, pieces of equipment. So yes. 
You should know about it. I picked myself up a new piece over Christmas break, too. Did you? <laughs> nice work. Yeah. Uh, Mo Money Ponds right there on 12th Street in Indian School. MMP Guns inside. Brady, are you ready to regale ready. us with morality? Good. Uh, let's start with... Let's go with this one. Uh, dear Brady, my girlfriend uses baby talk during the lovemaking, and I hate it. Uh, we've been dating for a little less than a year. Tolerated it, and I finally told her I don't like it. But now she thinks I hate sex with her, which I don't. Just stop with the baby talk. So we went out this weekend. Uh, haven't done it for a couple weeks just because it was awkward. We drank. We're having a great time. Get back to the house. We get it on. And she starts doing it again. And then afterwards, she realized she was talking baby talk. And I'm not talking a little bit. I'm talking a lot. And she started crying. She says she knows she ruined everything. Uh, I felt really bad because it is something she sort of enjoys should i get used to this and enjoy the ride or move on knowing that this issue is not going anywhere kevin i'll bet she's hot she must be she's got to be i kind of look at it uh this way that um well how bad is it between no talk and baby talk talk. that's nathan sutherland stuff exactly zombie or yeah but that's the extreme but there's ways i think um you could probably work the talking thing out to modify it. To Baby talk to me is a strange one, too. Like, that's weird. Do it back to I've it. I've never done it. Well, uh, you're a man. Not the baby talk. <laughs> I would hope not. Let me finish this. Ooh, Gaga, baby. Where like I was going her. with this is uh, there are um, <laughs> sex therapists. Me like sucky, sucky, daddy like bitty. Oof. There are services. Sex therapist. Oh. That yeah. help you work, yeah. help couples work through stuff just, or enhance. But doesn't it, doesn't it seem, just, you know, if you said to me, all right, I'm enjoying everything, but we need to see a therapist, it kind of is ruined at that point. If you're like, if you're saying it's so bad, we need someone to fix it. At this point, it's just like, will you stop with the baby talk? I can't. You can too. And if you tell her she needs a therapist. Then what you're saying is, I don't enjoy this at all, and I need this to be revamped. Yeah. Instead of just saying, can you just kind of stop? Like if somebody starts pulling on your ear the whole time you're having sex, you're like, knock it off. Either way, they're at that point. Right. He said he told her to knock it off, and it stopped. The problem you're going to so have, you know, it, it, it the, the only way it works on that side of it, on the, you know, like a sex therapist, is like anything, uh, any therapist, you both have to be, you want to be there. Right. If one says, no, nah, it's over, then... Okay, but I mean, he just well, made her uncomfortable by saying, I don't like the baby talk. So she pulled back for a couple weeks. Yeah. He banged her again, and she started baby talking again. So it's just how she does it. She's hot with no self-confidence. That's and if you it. take her to a therapist, she's exactly. going to... I think it's going to make it worse. kind of what I was saying. If you told her one thing you didn't like, and she shut down for two weeks, yeah. and then went right back to it when you did it again, Brett's right. She's like, probably like, this. Uh, look at me. This works. Like it, yeah. You should have no complaints. And one complaint has made her feel self-conscious. So I think a therapist would put her off the... She's leaving. So, I, I, I mean, I don't have a... I don't, do I don't back know where to, to tell her. Not really an answer do it to it. back yeah. to her. Do man say, baby deal with talk. Just go, I thought we well, liked that baby matter. talk. That, that would cut it off. Anyway, well, he's saying she kind of discovered it or realized it this last time. Well, she knew she was doing baby talk and at the end started to get like, I know I did it again. So do it back to her, and then she'll be like, this is weird. And then maybe if she's aware of how weird it is, she'll stop doing it, too. <laughs> or I, just record it and play it yeah. back for her. Put, a, what you sound put like. a baby bonnet on and hold the teddy bear while you do her. And she'll be like, what are you doing? I was like, we're acting like babies. I thought we were acting. I thought you liked this. 
You're a jerk. Okay, well, then you knock it off, too. I'll take the bonnet off the second you stop acting like we're in a crib. That kind of thing. Watch an Asian porn? Yeah, do that Asian porn noise. It's either a baby crying or an Asian uh, climaxing. Yeah, I, that's a tough one. Baby talk is a tough. It one. is a tough one. I don't know how you because uh... she's into that for herself. Like she thinks daddy likey. I don't like the word daddy. I don't get that either. Like some dudes are into it. Good on you. You call me daddy. I think of Dan. The minute my dad's uh, like once dad comes, like Dan pops in my. How you doing, son? I'm like Jesus Christ, not you. You shouldn't be here. I don't like daddy. I don't like mama. I don't like any of that stuff. I even find it weird when parents. I know numerous. Daddy and mamas? Uh, yeah. Are oh, you a really? daddy mama guy? No. No, I don't like Only it if I say something to Kirby, go check with your what? mama. What? Or go check with your mama. <laughs> Haiti, <laughs> not talking about that right now. <laughs> when I you say, are you a, I say that, no, yeah. no, no. I said, are you a daddy mama guy? In this context, don't follow that up with only with Kirby. <laughs> it's a dart to the heart before you start explaining the rest of that. Did you feel it? It hurt. This goes back to the smell of my finger. Are you a daddy mama? Oh, only with Kirby. <laughs> oh, my heart's coming I down my throat. I refer to Ronnie right. as your mother or your mom. Right. But don't. We're not talking about that right now. I understand that Kirby's mother is Ronnie. That's why I don't like using those words during sex with Ronnie. I don't like calling her mama. She don't like calling me daddy. It's weird. Yeah, the baby sex talk is a weird thing. It can get strange. Uh, but by the way, this guy says, baby sex talk Brady is the square Friday. I think we've already established that that's probably a thing. Write that down. <laughs> Papa likey. Yeah. Baby needs sucky. Oh, that would God. be disturbing. That's baby talk. You like you want to, you like you lickies? Like that's baby talk. And if you've ever had a girl baby talk, it is weird if you don't like baby talk. And I don't. No. Yeah, I've never experienced that. Yeah, it's the weird. Baby talk. It's it's a one and done. If you stuck through it the first time and you've allowed it to go on, you said you dated her for a year, this is your fault. You got to nip that in the butt immediately. Like, even when, oh. they, even when they do it on like Facebook, or oh, daddy's coming to take no. me to dinner tonight. It's Don't like it. Mimi needs some baby milkies. Like, no, don't. Don't do that. Stop. I'm hungry. Go feed me. Don't do that. I creep out thinking you're an infant. Why would that turn me on? Blech. I sit back. I'm a man. <laughs> That's how this next email starts. That's why I said that. Yeah. You just got to tell her enough with the baby talk. And I mean it this time. There's no therapy necessary for that. It's like, it's baby talk or I'm out. Yeah. You, you choose. I'm, I'm my th- um, you know, feeling on that sometimes is that something you're on a different page and like, well, that was with someone else you're talking nah, to. That doesn't bother me. That bo- that kind of bothers me. I'm like, I don't like yeah. that. By or, the way, everything who taught she, you that. But Brady, or you did that with. Uh, let's let's figure our every thing out. single thing you like sexually. She worked out with another dude. So it's okay. That's <laughs> that's as long as it's good. But the baby talk, so, whatever yeah. dude that did that, when she not likey. When she does the clinch, spin, and spit, like, I, yeah. I don't care where okay, you got that yeah. one. That's solid. that's good, coach. Yeah. But things you don't like, then you she, take a Keyshawn. Yeah. <laughs> if she worked, if she workshopped some stuff with Keyshawn, yeah. and you're not a fan of that, that's what it was. Like when she says, "Get that big black." I'm like, you can't, you're not, that, you're And that's out. why I said something about the baby talk. That's what it bothers me. 
<laughs> that makes you think of the other guy. Yeah. Right. Okay. I see. <laughs> yeah. When she does the hello, the circle of life. <laughs> when she Lion Kings you, you're out. Because that's she's thinking of the other guy. Yeah, baby talk's a weird one. Don't do it. Ladies, if you're, stop it. And if you're a guy and you're into it, there's something not normal there either. Uh, this one says, <laughs> I started the same thing. Dear Brady, I'm a man. I can't read those words without saying it that way. And I think he wants me to. He goes, I make 165K a year. Thanks. I got a wife. She does not work, and I'm okay with that. Take care of everything. Well, the other night she sat me down in a very, very serious way and said we needed to talk. She told me I'm not meeting her needs. Not sexually. Like I said, I'm a man. Of course. But she said I don't do enough around the house, and it's making her feel less than. And she's right. I don't vacuum. I don't mop. I don't clean the house. And I don't do the laundry. I froze, though. Because I didn't know what to say. Everything in my head was going to make this worse. Like, without me, there isn't a house to clean. Not the right thing to say. What's my next move? Steven. That's a tough one. It is a tough one. You you have to, um, you know, here's the main thing on it. She's feeling very undervalued. And she brings a lot of that on herself. How you can fix that sometimes is... Uh, Showing some appreciation. Sure. I mean, because, of, um, and that might be tougher to do, but the minute you, you know, they start, it's a tough one because if you're, everything I've done, I've maintained this thing. No, I provided I it. I provided it for you. It's pretty good life. Your only you're job is to yeah. keep it up. But. And you're telling me that now that's, that, like, see, guys usually, I'm wildly guilty of this fall into the passive aggressive thing yep and start saying oh okay and you start doing the well i need to let you know that uh i'll help out despite having this job like you start feel you start making them feel like you know yeah i, I want you them. to appreciate me and me asking is a wimpy move as a man so it's a and every, figuring out that appreciation too is a, a tough one right because Sometimes it's not like, oh, hey, you know, right. you this get, looks good. Or you, you can know. get quickly resentful if you start going, all right, I'll start acknowledging that because you'll start saying things like, man, the house is so clean. Thank you very much. And then your brain, you're like, where's mine? Where's my, hey, thanks for working and paying for that. Like, you, yeah. I'm guilty of that. Like, that's a thing I've had to oh. work hard on because my brain will say, if, you, if I need to recognize you, you better recognize me. And I get like immediately resentful. That's and it's not one. fair. It, it's not fair at all. But it does make you feel like, okay, if you're going to be that way, I'm going to be this way, rather than saying, all right, I understand what you're saying. Because I think a guy takes that as an insult. as like, you're not doing enough around here, and your brain just goes, are you kidding me? Like, no guy hears that and goes, you know what, you're right. We all, my we, yeah, we all get at, upset, yeah. like, oh, I do plenty you don't see. Like, you know, that kind of thing. And, yeah, and, cleaning and up and all that. you can get, uh, fall into this trap a little bit, too, and saying, wow, well... Let's reverse roles. Well, you see, there's the passive-aggressive garbage. There's, passive, there, there's yep. the thing where you're not listening. You're just saying, oh, yeah, what about me? And what you could do is sit down and go, all right. Because she had the guts to tell you her needs aren't being met. At are least yours? find out what the needs are. Yeah. And say, well, then how how can I help? Yeah, what do you need me to do? But then at the same time, um, you know, you would you kind of like it to be back on the other side, too. Like, you'd like to hear from her. 
But How you got to ask. You got to ask. Yeah. You, if she's got the guts to say it, you have the, you have to have the guts to say, "All right, cool." And you know, the, for most chicks, picking up the girls have a weird thing. They move the trash. They don't take the trash out. They move it from where the trash goes to like by a door. And what you don't realize as a guy is that's your job now. It's by the door. Take the trash out. <laughs> you that's taking the trash out. But you just took it from here to there. I see what's going on now, but for a while there, when you'd look at that trash without saying a word to me, somehow I'm failing. Like, you moved it over there and didn't say anything, and I'm supposed to notice immediately and go do it. I honestly thought that only happened to me. (laughs) It happens to all of us. Every one of us. Seriously, dude. I've tripped over it going out the door, going, oh, how'd that get there? I I figured you were doing something with it. Like, it's a project. Yeah. No, that's that's universal. And you start to realize when... Somebody has the courage to say, I do this thinking you'd notice, and you're like, I never have. And a woman has to hear, I never have, as I think he's authentically saying he's never seen that before. He's not trying to be mean. And she has to say that, and you have to say, oh, she puts that there for me to do the rest. Yeah. But he had the follow-up on that, though, where, uh, like, okay, all right, I just tripped over the trash. I'll take that out. And then you come back in, and she goes, you didn't put a bag back in the trash well no i know there's all, like, well, there, that's hey, just hey, hey, the semantics that's, of steps, Chief. that's three steps beyond what i was allowing what most guys do when a wife says something like i don't feel like i don't think they're doing enough around here and you know you're in a situation where she's not working and you are i've been there and and you're and then you end up saying well then i need a blowjob every day because i work my ass so you start getting all indignant and yep. mean and let me write this down here yeah this is the if my needs aren't being met either because if if it's about providing everything, you have to recognize that it's it's and a it delicate. It may be balance. wrong, but I think that there's something in that too for guys to be able to say that. Essentially, you just have to go. It's not that bad to take the garbage the but rest of the way. In your mind, too, you're like, okay, so you took the garbage out, moved it by the door. You could have went right. another forty okay. feet that's and a thrown it right that's in the, the trash. That's, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Because right now, saying. if Brady went over here and took this trash can to the door. And I didn't do anything about it afterwards. And he goes, what are you doing? We'd be in a fist fight. <laughs> like, shut up, idiot. You walked it to their finish. <laughs> exactly. But as guys, we can do that. As a girl says it, and it's like, oh, I'm losing the test here. Like, something's going on. Yep. It is all of us. And women, I kind of see now what you're saying. It took 50 years, but I kind of see like, oh, I get it. Oh, there goes my text. You're an idiot. <laughs> already. Yeah. I already texted They me. hate that. Oh, I know. That's the it. most yep. hard communication between yeah. the sexes ever yep. is, why do you only take the garbage to the door? Why don't you take it to the trash? I thought you were doing that. You were like halfway finished. <laughs> you don't do anything around here. I'm like, you just make messes. <laughs> like, that's messy. It doesn't even make it to the door. My, mine is just, uh, can you take the trash out for me, please? She won't pull it out of the thing. That's do the nice. Yeah. So. She's asking. Instead of like the trash just laying in another room and you're like, what's this for? Multiple texts are saying, hey, Steven, you need her to become a dink with you. Yeah. Get her in on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then tell her, look, deep down, this is the truth. As a guy, you'll sit back and if you hear those words, you're like, look, uh, I can't do this. I-, I need you to provide. Yeah. I need you to kick in. Yeah. If, if there's an issue. Because like, then you'll have value. You'll, you'll feel stop your resenting. own value. You'll, 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 you'll yeah. kill resentment. And you can't help but have some resentment when somebody says you're not doing enough around here. And you feel like you're doing it all. You throw a kid in, you're not you right. know, a kid in the mix. <laughs> oh, forget it. With a kid it, in the mix? I can't imagine. But you're not right. discussion. Like, here's well, if the something thing. happens to me, Through you know, time, we had this over the time, What my worries is what would we do? What yeah. would happen? Right. 
Because, yeah. you know. You no get, one's right. That's the bigger thing. Right. She's yeah. not right saying you're not fulfilling your end. And you're not right saying she's not doing her part. Yeah. There's a bunch of these texts, yeah. too. Here's, not. here's one. F that indignant bitch. <laughs> Hire a maid and let her know she's replaceable. That's, what, <laughs> That's one. Now, there's a guy's brain yep. working the same way Brady took the trash <laughs> to the door. Like, yep. hey, Brady, when you take the trash out, finish. Another one is, uh, I'd show her some appreciation. I'd buy her a brand new vacuum. <laughs> Here's a Dyson. Get to work, sister. And, and ladies, this is what guys actually are thinking when yes. you say stupid stuff like that. But guys, we have to be on the other side, too, and recognize the brains don't operate correctly. I'm guessing. Have, it's a fact. Compared to ours, they don't. And so you have to, yeah. oh, I see what's going on. Yep. That was stupid. But I understand what you're doing. And they think that of us. But they're wrong. Their <laughs> their brains are goofed up. And then I'm not sure who sent this one, but I guess women, you know, there are worse things. Okay. Yes. There's <laughs> cancer. Shut up. Back in the dryer. <laughs> Put your head in the dryer. We're talking about this right now. Get stuck in the dryer. Just shut up. <laughs> that had to be from a woman because immediately oh, yeah. my response was shut up. John, my issue is. She wants me to take out the trash before it's totally full. Trust me, I can always fit oh. more trash in that container. Let me tell you this. Well, that's a guy's, yeah. yeah. My bathroom trash, I, I, I'm convinced I've broken a record. If you were to, to like, try to peel out what's in, I get my hands and smash You're that the self-compactor. Oh, wow. Brady taught me this at the Mongolian barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> you can mash that down into nothing. If you peeled it back, there'd be like vote Obama stickers in the bottom of my trash. It's a crazy mashed up thing. That little two gallon bathroom, when you pull that bag out of there, it weighs 40 pounds. It's a time capsule. It turns into a 20 gallon. God knows what's in there. But memories. Billy had the worst one. Have a couple kids and make them do all the chores. There's, no, nope, not worth it. There's the reason to have yeah. kids, but yeah, I'd still rather just take it. the trash from yeah, the door. Absolutely. To the door. I'm in on that. Ladies take it to the trash. We take it to... It's been that way forever. And the faster we just accept that that's some sort of thing to them, as, as illogical as it is, it's not caving. It's just the stupidest thing I've ever thought of in my life. I'm going to take the trash to here. That's what I'm saying. Why? Why not just go, oh, so you take it the rest of the way. All right. I didn't know it was a relay race to the uh, alley, but okay. And the John, worst is the guy, you get like one of those ones like, God damn it, I got to walk around this trash yeah, bag. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what are, what's, what's the, what's over the trash bag in the middle For years, I've stepped over the trash yeah. bag. Why did she just take it to that? Oh, it says, uh, John, I just had the my needs are not being met conversation with my stay-at-home wife. Had to be real careful how yeah. I replied. You just have to be more vocal in your appreciation. Communicate yep. what you do and, take and the trash your from struggles the door to the thing. instead of letting her know the BS you deal with. Yeah. She don't care about that. She thinks you are great probably because you don't say what you're dealing yeah. with on a day-to-day basis. Because we don't come home from work and bitch about yeah. all the girls at work. Exactly. We in turn. The, the other thing is our job's a little different, too, because sometimes we're home middle of the middle day. Middle of the day. And it does like, look oh, pretty bad. Oh, and you have a blast at what you do. Well... Then you do. That it. was early on. You try it. Yeah, I have fun. I notice you're still sleeping at four fifteen right, in the morning right, when I'm waking right. up, and also I'm observing things constantly. I've had yeah. to talk with Trip. I'm like, it's it's it wears your brain out constantly thinking. All right, what do we got going on? What what do I got tomorrow? We're going to bed. That's my last thought every night for twenty something years. What's happening? How do I manufacture something in this and that? It's not easy, but it isn't roofing. But it's still dreaming. We're all bad. We're bad to them. They're bad to us. No one will ever. You know who the biggest problem in marriage is? The goddamn hefty corporation. Yep. 
because they created those drawstring bags that are easy to move Stretch to the door. Flex. Yeah, <laughs> they're easy to move to the door, mm-hmm. and for some reason that's where it's leak stopped. proof. Uh, I'll just put this here and see if this asshole can ever figure out where the trash goes. And that's what we're thinking about you. <laughs> you know it's not going to happen. They should print it on the top of the trash bag. Hey, take it all the way. John, what about <laughs> Let's us? Let's go all the way once. Instead, what they a- invented the cinch sack. <laughs> cinch yeah. sack. Here, this is easy to just drop next to the door. Take John, it all the goddamn way. John, what about us ladies that would love to be a stay-at-home wife? I'll take her place. Yeah. I enjoy sex. I just had to quit a second job. If someone is willing to take care of me, we're out here. I'm here. You'd be mopping. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't have dated the bass player from a local band. Yeah, and I always picture that lady, like, so appreciative that she's got a sack of hefty over her shoulder. There's a gale force wind. She's got her arm up above her eyes as she walks all the way to the alley. They're like, what's this? A woman going all the way to the alley to throw the trash out. (sighs) It's in the worst storm you've ever seen. She's not leaving it by the door. But they do that, and we step over it. We're both wrong. John, how is this not the toilet seat up or down scenario right. it really is. in the same situation, just grosser? Yeah, it is. Just put it on the list. The toilet the toilet seat thing, it goes down, and too. And we meet halfway. And you do just it. you up and meet well, down. Why don't you lift it up when you're not using yeah. it? Yeah. And then I'll put it down when I'm done using mm-hmm. it. You lift Here it we up go. Here I know. Here we go. It's chicken and the egg. <laughs> gays, gays have it figured out. That's what this guy She's just always says. down. Gay household next to me, John, it goes like this. Honey, happy. can you take out the trash? Of course, sweetheart. Yeah. Let me wash my hands when I get back and I'll blow you as yes, well. Yes, yeah. Let's both vacuum. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what gay houses do. I'll get a vacuum, too. We'll get done twice as fast and back to the blowjobs. So your neighbors are never having this argument. You don't no. hear them screaming over the fence about the trash and never. stuff. Never. <laughs> in the toilet seat. Never. Usually their argument is, you got in my hair. <laughs> that's it. I told you not. No, that's yours. No, that's yours. That's the only argument is whose who's gooey stuff is this? Now we got Sorry. somebody's guilt going. John, my husband pays all the bills. I work, though, and I pay for the groceries and the kids' needs and my phone because I bought it myself. They I just want, their rules. I just want your opinion. He makes a lot more money than me. A right. lot. But I don't ask him for money. Yeah. But we both clean and cook. Does that mean I'm not doing enough? No, but you feel like you're not because he makes more than you. So you've gotten competitive in your head on who's better and who's worse right. and what's going on. She's feeling you guilty. Keep, yeah, you're feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. You, otherwise, you wouldn't have said, he makes more than me. What do I do? Like, he's sharing that with you. He's comfortable with it. He's yeah, happy he's, with that. Yeah. yeah, good. That's both of you. So long as you're not holding it over your head. And right. I'd be guilty of that, too. Right. Anyway. Nah, we'll never solve this problem. Take the goddamn garbage out. Everybody take the trash out Do today. Do your job. Man, woman, or child. John, does no one wonder why gay houses are so neat and proper? Yeah. Come on, yeah. put two and two Let together. Let me tell you this, because the trash is never sitting by the door. That's right. <laughs> Dude picks it up. I don't care how twinky he is. He's pulling it all the way out, and he's walking it out to the big can. <laughs> it's not a slalom course yeah. to get to the garage. <laughs> it isn't some sort of a, it's your turn. Go, go. I mean, they're so right. That they usurped the word for happy from the late 1800s and made it them. This sounds like it might have been been your dad. Uh, John, when I was about 12, I remember my mom went to my dad and told him they need to split the inside chores. And they made a list of who gets to do what. My dad said, okay, cool. I'm with that. Then he gave her a list back and said, these are the things that need to be done outside the house. Yeah, yeah. That ended the conversation right then and there, never brought up again. Or, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to go to work, come home and do half the housework. You got to hit your knees four or five times a week. 
<laughs> they don't like hearing that. Is that all I'm good for? If that were true, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> all I'm good for is sex. I don't know. Let me check back from August when the last time it happened was. Ladies, let this be your barometer. If you're feeling guilty about it, just blow. <laughs> oh, and there you go. It goes away. I should have a shirt that says, lick the tip. There'll be no fight. <laughs> I don't care how mad I am at you if you're like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, let that be a lesson to you. And then we're done. <laughs> Simple animal. Look, Take I was a little hard on you. Finish the goddamn trash, though. That's all I ask. Anyway, it's 951. <laughs> Holmberg bounds in the hallway. What are we talking for? We got beer sitting in the house. Uh, we'll get that next. It's 98 KUPD. That's what Brady did. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. All right. Now we're cooking with gas. We've got uh, Melissa's here from Four Peaks, and she's got uh, beer. That's all that really matters, right? True. Welcome back. Happy New Year. It's good to see you. Happy New Year to you. Did you have a big holiday thing? Anything good? No. Did you take the trash out? I did. And you said you're <laughs> one that, that like you do it, right? Or do you leave it by the door? No, I'll, t- I'll put the trash You leave it by the door. I heard when the hesitation told she me all I need. She just chucks it out the window. That was it. Yeah, she just goes, here! You do, you do the whole thing? I don't no. really take it out. No, you don't take it out. You've never even seen where it goes, do you? <laughs> it's all right. It's our thing. Uh, welcome aboard. You're back from uh, Four Peaks with the brand new Holmberg Bound, which is pretty much the same, but a little different. It's a little different. Let me read what you wrote. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there, comma. <laughs> I think we have a great recipe for Holmberg Bound this time. Still keeping with some of the same flavor notes that we hashed out years ago. And then in parentheses, you wrote 2019. Yeah. Has it been longer than that? Is that no. really? I thought it was longer than that. Uh, but with some different hops and malt. First, lowering the malt character a bit. Why, who did you write this to? Jen and Casey. Did they think they ever finished reading it? Was it a telegram? They didn't. There's Stop. no way. Once, yeah, once you get to the, <laughs> once you get to like the recipe, they're like, okay, it's yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, hop character will still have the orange pine grapefruit pineapple slight stone fruit and 100% you know what you are you're the you're at four peaks you're like the IT guy because you're like hey Melissa what's this and then the IT guy always over explains what he's doing just like just fix it and shut up all right you made you made beer right we made Holmberg Bound. That's right. <laughs> See, that's yeah. all the. That's all it needed all to say. About. That's all it needed to say. And you can order it right now yep. at ninety eight kupdcom Why did it? Uh, why are we doing it late this year? What did you screw up? Everyone's busy with the holidays. I think mm. so, she's picky with the hops and mold. Every year yeah. we do it at the holidays. So incorrect. Try another answer. <laughs> why did this I year's holiday? Oh, okay. So you were told to trash not do built it up till January. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I trash. <laughs> That could be. Uh, what is a little different this year? Because normally it's yeah. a it's a IPA and red. Red combo, IPA, right? Yeah. So we lowered the malt a little bit, a little more of a drinker, six and a half percent instead of seven. Oh, it's less. It's a little okay. less. It Makes was you a, feel better. It was an ass kicker. The seven and a half people yeah. would drink this stuff pretty fast. You yep. get to the third one and you're a mess. Like you, not me. I could handle. Oh, whoa, whoa. But the uh, <laughs> so it's a little less. So six and a half is still yeah pretty potent. Still IPA. Yeah. Still on an IPA. That's good. But yeah, so we use some. Um, Caramel malt, caramel 40 instead of caramel 80. You know, there we go. Ooh. It's technical. Do IPAs have to be a certain alcohol? Percentage. I didn't yep. know that. Yep. They have to be six? Over six and a half. Usually. No kidding. Yep. I didn't know that. Maybe that's why I've liked them so much. Uh, so you can get it at 98. You originally wanted an eight and a half percent. 
Well, I was asking for more. I wanted to. You wanted it. more. Yeah, and you said no. And we needed people to drink it and not get too crazy. Why? It's the whole point. I think people really like this one. Oh, they will. This is. It's, You're already halfway through your. It tastes. I'm almost done. It's great. Uh, and you can order it at 98kupd.com. First 98 people get the brand new logo, which I love. Who did yeah. that? Our graphic designer, Hayden. Awesome. Hayden did a great job. And working with you guys, too. Who helped here? Hmm. Yeah. Tom? Dom. Oh, oh I was going to say Wintermeyer helped out. All right. He great. came back. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> That's nice. He had nothing to do with it, and he decided to draw the, the leash. Uh, it's very cool. So the this new idea was a beach town, a turkey yeah, underneath a nice it. Yeah, nice turkey. <laughs> Thanksgiving logo. bone. The uh, uh, the new pint glasses have the new logo, yep. which is great. All right. Awesome. And thank you for doing this. And then, what, the 24th? 24th. We're having a release party. So you can order it now. Yep. It's ready to go. Yep. It's on tap today. Oh, you have it ready at the yep. store today. Mm-hmm. So your orders will be all boxed up and ready to go on the 24th, but you can go get it today. Let's go for lunch. You can get, you Let's can get do the, it. Let's do it. If you sign up, you will get the pint glass on the 24th for the party. But right you can now, get it any time. Right now, you can come get the beer, yeah. Are there still those big crowlers of the other stuff? Not the big crowlers. The cans? Uh, yeah, we still have cans for, like, the Crowler Ranger program we do. For, but the uh, of Cha-Ching Chavez? Uh, no, we don't Cha-Ching Dang anymore. it. I love those. No, I sold right. out. It sold out. All right. Well, let's do the same with this one. It's all for the Humane Society. It's great. You guys are awesome. Thanks for doing it again. Absolutely. Anything good on your 2024 horizon? Um, making new stuff. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Way to stay new. kind of like, yeah. you know, a little I'd bit say, vague. Yeah, I don't do Tease us a little bit. Any <laughs> yeah. f- new flavor that you can throw out there? Um, I've got some barrel-aged stuff coming out. Got um, our Bad Birdie, our Juicy Golden Ale that's out right now. You're just totally hyper-focused on building beers. Yeah, pretty much. Any surrogate mother stories? No, but okay. I was supposed to have my bestie here with me today, Casey's daughter, Nora. And? Oh, yeah. No, we, I got in the car know. today. No, she yeah. wasn't in the car seat. Yeah. Bummer. She was at the last beer party. There's some weird conversations going on. I don't remember what we talked about. It was a lot. You and I, you and I were not nice to her in ways that Jen started it. Anyway, it's a long story. Kids shouldn't have been there. That's what I say. Uh, are you ready to do the entertainment drill with us? You always help. You got to do a story. All right. Uh, Four Peaks helping out with the entertainment drill this morning. And it's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. That's the home of Tactical Black. You can get yourself in that uh, women's self-defense seminar. You need to do that April 5th. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get on that deal. And 199 bucks, you get in the seminar. You also get a month of training from my friends at reactdefense.com. And you will use every ounce of it. It's amazing. And for that kind of price, hands-on personal training for 199 bucks for an entire month, plus this giant three-hour seminar at least, uh, will change your life. Change your brain, change everything you do about uh, how you handle yourself day to day. It's simple as can be. Somebody just emailed me and said, change the recipe. What? We'll get to that in a second. Uh, go to reactdefense.com, find out how you can get involved out there in Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. They got you covered. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady, Melissa Entertainment. Well, on Friday, before we signed off, we found out that uh, David Soul from Starsky and Hutch passed away. Very dead. But not too much longer after that, another celebrity dropped. Who? Actress Cindy Morgan. Oh, yeah. Lacey Underall. This is a big one. From Caddyshack. She was 69. All right. All right. Do you remember Lacey Underall from Caddyshack? You don't? No. No? By name, I don't know. Caddyshack? I know Caddyshack, but... She's the blonde, Lacey Underall. Oh. Oh, okay. You don't know. Hang on. I'll pull remember the movie Tron? We're on screen. Do you remember Tron? Tron the movie? Lacey Underall. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was the one that wanted to smoke weed with Spalding. (laughs) And what was his weed, Brett? Because some Negroes gave it to him. That's exactly right. That's why he liked it. (laughs) It's good stuff. I got it from a Negro. 
That was the 70s. It was great. Yeah. Lacey Underall showed her boobs in that, and I watched. Which is great. They were yeah. fantastic 70s boobs. Beautiful lady. Was she naked with Chevy Chase in that when he was pouring no, oil she was over? with uh, Danny. Danny, that's yeah. right. That's right. I thought she might have uh, went Man. into the pool, into Chevy's pool. She did, that's... but you didn't really get to see much. Oh, it was just a quick. When she's in the golf that shirt with no golf bra. shirt. Ah, uh, Caddyshack. Lacey Underall is gone. So long, Lacey. Was that her in later years? Right I didn't know she was in Oof. Falcon Crest, Oof. too. Oof. Oh, Danny. Doesn't work out for any of them, does it? <laughs> the horrors of aging. Wow. Look at that. I'm sorry. I'm just showing pictures. Of now Melissa's going to uh, go down the uh, 2024 Golden Globe winners okay. that she recognizes. Did you watch last year or last night? A uh, little bit. Yeah? Yeah. I was were not you? a fan of Emma Stone's dress like everyone said they were. Not a fan. But J-Lo and Ben Affleck. What was wrong with uh, Emma Stone's dress? Oh, it didn't do anything for her. You didn't like what it did for her. Yeah. You were looking for something to really pop, and it didn't like. I mean, you know, she won an award. Come on. Yeah, that's true. She was nominated. You got to push it. All right, what do you got? Natasha Leone. She had two horns coming out of her dress. Kind of, it was weird looking. Did you see that? I didn't. I missed that one. Poke your eye out. (laughs) All right, be careful with that. Who won? I don't even know. Oppenheimer. If you have oh, that's right. Three hours of your life to. Did you see it? I did not because I was doing something else. I started making beer for three hours. You know. Something different. It's a lot. But best drama. Um, that pretty much took a lot of them home. It's all I got on my sheets. Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. Succession. <laughs> I don't oh, get yeah. HBO best Max, TV. but apparently it's a really good show, my friends say. It's good, but the last season's a little bit annoyingly boring. They kill off the main guy in like the third episode. Early on. Yeah, and you're like, okay, I got six hours to watch kids argue. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, though, but. See, you guys should have been the And Tom of- won an award, Tom. Wands Gans. Oh, dude, he was great. Oh, yeah, that and his awesome. uh, acceptance speech was pretty funny, too. Yeah, he's great. I yeah. mean, I haven't even seen Barbie. That's how behind I am, but Barbie apparently, yeah, stole the a show, killer. too. Yeah, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yep, pretty much. That makes sense, because it's the only two movies anybody saw this year. That's true. Because there's one called Salt Lick. Salt Burn. That's right. And then, uh, <laughs> that's all. Those are the only movies that came out. <laughs> I mean, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, yeah. Then Brett what? saw that, because he's Italian, he had to. Wow. Yeah. Scorsese and De Niro, but and, uh, great movie, but man, too was long. it long. People have three Way hours to too kill. long. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like two hours max. I'm with you. This was like 320, yeah. I got to take the trash half. out. So yeah, I mean, yeah you, got, you got lady duties at home. You got to wash some dishes <laughs> yeah. and do some laundry. Shop yeah, for hops. Yeah, I'm not coming home watching my wife sit there with a three-hour movie. I'm like, what are you doing? These floors are filthy. She studies the malt catalog two hours a night. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. right. Totally. Albums that turned 40 this year. Oh, this hurts. 1984, Van Halen. That's right. Uh, Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi. Wow. That's Runaway, right? Yeah. That's the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Heartbeat City, The Cars, um, Born in the USA, Bruce Springsteen, Ride the Lightning, Metallica. Another one turning 40 on the couch. Yeah. Jen Gardner expires this year. When's your birthday? January 16th. January what? Oh, oh, it's like two weeks. You're done. Then you start going Lacey Underall the later years. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to Tahoe to ski. I mean, you hit an age this year that unfortunately for women, and I don't think this is fair, people start saying this to you. And I've noticed this. You look great for your age. They add in your age at the end. They I'll don't modify. just say, you look, you look brave. You look beautiful. Yeah, I can't believe you're still wearing that, is a thing people will say. <laughs> 
That is daring. Now, 40 is a tough one for women. Purple Rain. Prince. Man. That's 40? Yeah. Oh, man. The Unforgettable Fire, you two. These and your guy, big. Reckless, Brian Adams. And then you think, again, like I do this time meld thing in my head all the time. 40 years ago, those albums came out. In 1984, if we did this list, it was 1944. 40. Glenn Miller's greatest Glenn hits Miller, came out. The Ink Spots, <laughs> yeah. Go Get Them, the, the, the Over There. Yeah. Maybe a Rolling Stones album. I'm yeah, not sure. they might have been around still, but yeah. How about that? 44. Crazy. All right, we're done. Uh, Homebird Bound is out. 98kupd.com is where you order it. You can check all that out. Thank you very much, Four Peaks. Uh, Brew Matt. What is your official title? I don't know. Don't you don't even know your own title? Mr. Brewer. Brew, Super Brew Master? You're the boss, though. I've just been of there the a long brewers. Time. No, I have a boss. You have a boss? A brew boss? Yep. Who? I have a brewmaster. Our brewmaster is Jim Roper. But you were the Our brewmaster. Our founder is Andy Ingram. Why isn't he coming in? I don't know. He's still Come busy. on. Busy. <laughs> I thought you were important. <laughs> Lie to me for crying out loud. You I can only me. write really crappy emails. It is true. And, like, the email is I have terrible. To th- it takes me hours. Like midway through this email, you gave up <laughs> way too much info. You said, wait too late. This just needs to say, wait do you taste the new stuff I came up with. Okay. You wouldn't even know I changed it. Huh? You wouldn't even know I'd change it. I probably wouldn't. It tastes as good, if not better. It's a drinker. For sure. It's lighter. Yeah. I could tell the malt. But not the in malt. a malt. The malt. It's a 40. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, and it's ready to go. Thank you there for you coming in. It's always good to see you. A pleasure. We're pleasure. done. Monday's in the books. Uh, go Washington, I guess, is what Brady's thinking. That's about it. Huskies. Uh, Larry's coming up next. Have yourselves a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. Oh! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98.